1: This is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. A middle
2: of the week Wednesday afternoon. This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. And Super Talk TV, thanks for being with us, of course, on your Super Talk Mississippi radio stations. We are glad to be with you, coming to you from a uh, a pretty cool spot. I'm going to tell you where in just a second, but first, before we do anything else, Brian Haydad, has Mississippi State named a new football coach yet? No. Okay, I'll just, I'll just keep asking. I'll just ask you every day it's at fine, the beginning yeah. of the show, if we got any breaking news and we need to redirect the conversation, we will start there.
3: Makes sense. I think that's a good idea. But as of this moment, as of 3.07 p.m. on November the 15th, the year of our Lord, 2023, no. Is
2: there any super salacious rumor or innuendo worth (laughs) throwing out (laughs) as it pertains to the football coach at Mississippi (laughs) State? No. Not yet. Exactly. All right. Um, but I'm working on it. All right, so so where are we today? Sports Talk Mississippi on the road. That was Brian Haydad's voice. I'm Richard Cross. Michael Borkey, say hello. Hello. Thank you. Uh, we are coming to you live today from Santa's workshop. <laughs> First time we've ever broadcast from the North Pole, I, I kid, uh, grand opening of Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood. So Ace Bolton Screw has made its way to the north. And to the west, into the Mississippi Delta, here in Greenwood, a great Mississippi company. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm not going to say that I have a bone to pick, Mm -hmm. but I got a little bit of a bone to pick. What's that? So, for five, six, seven years now, Mm -hmm. Will sends us the the promo sheet, the the live read sheet every day. Yeah. And I've been reading promos about Super Talk Mississippi live from Ace Bolton Screw. Join. Gerard on site. What does Gerard know about Ace Bolt and Screw? He hires people He doesn't do that. know the difference between a flathead and a Phillips head screwdriver. We are here and we are thrilled to be here today. We're going to have a good time with you. I yeah. I got to tell you if if you are a tool person, a gadget person, a power equipment, a battery powered equipment person, this is Santa's workshop it's, it's your for you. It's my Graceland 2. Yes. Even better. There you
3: go. There, There is so much stuff in here now, and it's incredible. A lot of people might be wondering, because it's a dreary day, it's rainy, it's cold. Why are we outside? They said they had enough tools in there. hey. Hey. Couldn't couldn't bring Heydad in. Ouch! Uh, oh, that's not exactly
2: what you were trying to say. I was, was getting was it? both of us. I just kind of turned it right yeah. around on you. Cross uh, Sports Talk, Mississippi. Even when we're on the road, we're in the Pearl River Resort Studio, and uh, that's where we will be tomorrow. Inside the sportsbook at the Golden Moon Casino in Philadelphia. If you're in the area, love for you to come by and see us. pearlriverresort.com. dot Learn more about them at that website love to hear from you cspire text line as always is open 601-879-4395 give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from cspire business backed by world-class it professionals who live where you do that's right here in cspire country check them out online at cspire.com slash business so seriously just for a second you pull it. If, okay, if you if you're in the Delta, anywhere in the Delta, but specifically in the Greater Greenwood area, um, you know, suburbs or Greenwood proper, the suburbs. Yeah, that'd be there, that, that would be the areas outside of Greenwood proper. Yeah, come by and check out Ace Bolton and Screw. Uh, grand opening today. They've got uh, some cool giveaways that are happening, including uh, some autographed football helmets. Uh, NFL helmets, one yes. from some guy named Dak and one from some guy named AJ. Yeah, those those names they ring a bell. They ring a bell. Yeah. Uh, so you can register for those. They've got uh, some deals that go along with the uh, the grand opening, and uh, they've also got their suppliers that are uh, here directly in front of us today. Uh, is Milwaukee, and they've got a bunch of the Milwaukee tools underneath their tent. They're hanging out in the rain. They got, over-
3: any, of the, uh, they got any of their best over there? No, I think
2: I think one of them got, got the it. joke over he there. Got her. Uh, yeah, different, different Milwaukee. I got you. This is uh, this is uh, Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. Oh, I got you. Not, okay, not beast and beast light. No I, light I don't think over that's, there. Uh, okay, that's over I got, you. I got uh, you. So Milwaukee directly in front of us. To our left, we've got uh, we've got Dewalt with their setup. Uh, great. Great display of stuff I, I tried to figure out what
3: a couple of the tools were when we walked up,
2: uh-huh, you got uh, a personal
3: demonstration.
2: I did yeah I, I
3: did on the uh, the threaded uh, I mean it was literally like watching cutter. a little kid at the toy store like they're like, "Hey, do you like this little kid?" and Richard was like, "I do like that, yeah. Uh, Wild Di- almost fell out of his pants. Th- there's some tents that I actually can't see,
2: so forgive me for not naming them uh, all of them. I-, I do see the Diablo tent and down the on the channel lock. Uh, I saw them. Oh, uh, channel lock, great, yeah. great tools, yeah. great hand tools there. Yeah. Uh, Diablo makes uh, bits and saw blades and all kinds of stuff that uh, help you do work easily. Um, uh, Radians is here, and that's safety gear, outdoor equipment, gloves, stuff that yeah. is bright so that you can be seen in work conditions. Yeah. All kinds of cool stuff to uh, see here today. This is—you were right. This is. I told
3: uh, when I walked in the door, I was like, "Man, Richard is going to be like damn, yeah. like a little kid.'" Yeah, and he is.
2: You've this been here, great. You were here like two, two or three minutes before I was. No, I, I've been here for a little while. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I show up early. I uh, I figure. So they had the ribbon cutting this morning at nine o'clock. Gerard was here uh, from ten until one. We're glad to be here until six o'clock tonight, and then uh, Hey Dad may hang out for another hour. I think I will.
3: will I'm, I'm so enthralled with the place. Yeah, little, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna stick around until about seven p.m.
4: I'll I'll do thunder and lightning tonight. I mean, it's my show anyway. What 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 what, what happened? Uh, there was a. Have I, have th- I been replaced? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was. A, a, I, I wish I screenshotted it. Hey, Dad. There was an an Ole Miss message board post where they were very upset with me about the content on Thunder and Lightning. So. <laughs> so apparently, it's my show. Uh,
3: my rebel, my rebel fans. I love them so much. Ben and Brandon
2: says, "What is the one power tool slash man gadget that you fellas cannot live without?"
3: Hey, Ned, what is that for you? My grill. I don't know what else I would tell you. I don't do. I don't do a lot of repair. You,
2: do, do you own any tools? Uh, we own tools. Like, do you have a toolbox with just yeah. the basics in it? Well, I
3: mean, we've got a. I got a drill and got a. Uh, uh, When's the last time you used your drill? It's been a while, but I mean, it's, it's because I haven't had to use it or anything. There you go. That's, nothing, that's nothing a good breaks. thing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing breaks. So my wife tried to use it that one time, and nearly nearly, was nearly what,
2: flooded us out. Was that what led to the water disaster yeah. in your house? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay,
2: Borky. What is it for you? What's the uh, one? Let's see. How did Ben phrase it? What's the one power tool? slash man gadget that you cannot live
4: without. There, I don't get to use it very much anymore, but when I moved into the house, the the overgrowth of all just the trees and shrubs and garbage in the backyard hadn't been touched in three decades. And getting to take a pole saw to all of that, absent spending time with my son was the most fun I've ever had in my life, I swear. Just getting to chop stuff down for hours a day for like three months, it was awesome. Uh, a pole saw generates
2: an unexpected workout for the Probably. shoulders and arms and back. And it's a shake weight for men. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. I, I suppose. It, it, and, uh, never mind. I won't. Uh, for <laughs> me, this time of year, it's, uh, I've got a backpack blower, and, and I am addicted to blowing leaves. Um, there, are, uh, there are people who say you should let them all fall. Mm-hmm. and then blow them one oh. time and be done with it. Yeah. And to. I think those people should be chained to a uh, the bumper of a truck and dragged down the road until they bounce some sense into
3: themselves. Sounds painful, doesn't that's it? A, that's a that's an awfully harsh take for leaves. Yeah. I'd I hate don't. to know how you feel about, like, real issues. <laughs> yeah, like if you don't mow your grass or yeah, something. Yeah, most, yeah something um, like that, yeah. Yeah, no, to me, it's it's still
2: backpack, blower, and chainsaw. Right. Those are the, the first two. They were trying at, to get you on a chainsaw over well, there. And, and that's the thing. So... I will admit to the fact that I am, now, for, for handheld tools, drills, reciprocating saw, even a skill saw, I am fully on board with the battery power. The convenience that goes along with that, it's just, it's it's absolutely great. But for, like, outdoor equipment, mm-hmm. I have been a little slower on the uptake to the battery powered outdoor equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, I. have Kind of worked in the landscape lawn business for a long time, and so all the stuff that I've used is commercial grade. Yeah, well, a lot of this stuff that they're coming out with now is is comparable to commercial grade equipment. Yeah. So the idea of a battery powered chainsaw is intriguing. Mm-hmm. I, I might not be quite there yet. Yeah, uh, you know, battery powered
3: backpack blower, yeah, maybe a test drive. We need to have like a test tree out here for you. Well, I see some trees. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't, how know, that would, I don't think the Wendy's would be too happy if you just went cutting down their trees yeah, across the street yeah. there.
2: They might. Uh, they might not. It's not a secret, go, Wendy's. But they it might is not go for that. Uh, we got new college football playoff rankings last night. We don't really have time to dive into those yet, other than to tell you that the five at the top. Well, there's a change this week. It's been Ohio State at number one. Georgia goes back to number one. Borky, I know we've only got 30 seconds till the break. Thumbs up or thumbs down on Georgia jumping Ohio State back to number one?
4: Absolutely thumbs up, although lesser opponent. So in fairness to the ranking, Ohio State did look their best possibly all season on Saturday. They did. So. They did. They, they played really, really well. So we'll look at the top 25 in the new college
2: football playoff rankings when we come back. we got a bunch of guests coming your way this afternoon. And we are going to have uh, fun. In fact, we're going to talk with Mike Kennison, who is now the athletics director at Delta State, on the other side of this timeout. He's going to join us on the Farm Bureau guest line.
1: To the sports. (laughs) This is Sports Talk, Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
5: Welcome
2: back, Sports Talk Mississippi on the road today. We are in Greenwood, Mississippi for the grand opening of Ace, Bolt and Screw. Would love for you to come by and see us. What what is the official address of where we're sitting right now? 813 West Park Avenue. So if you don't know exactly where that is, just plug it into your GPS, and it will bring you right to the parking lot. You can't miss the Super Talk Mississippi bus that is out in the parking lot as well. We were at break a second ago, and Bambi walked by. She goes, you know, this is great. I just wish Ole Miss and Mississippi State were doing a little bit better. And I said, um, I don't think you really mean what you just said, because one is doing just fine, but,
3: uh, but a little bit better.
2: Let's please. add, Let's add to that uh-huh. an athletics program entire program and football team in specific that is also doing quite well right now that is delta state and we are joined by their athletics director mike kennison right now uh has been involved and that's to put it lightly with delta state for a long time mike really appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time this afternoon a lot of good happening
6: right now in cleveland yeah thanks guys enjoy being with you also and uh you we're work- that's a good point. We uh, enter into the playoffs this year with a good, with a really good football team that's had good success this year. So it's an exciting time for us. It really is.
2: I'm curious about you just for uh, for a second. You had the the long time run as the the head baseball coach, and then made the transition to administration. You're not the first to have done that. When did you know that uh, that this was something that was of interest to you that that you would like to run a department as opposed to just run a program.
6: Well, you know, to be honest with you, I really did not have that on my radar. I really had an intention of coaching a couple more years and then kind of, uh, you know, didn't really have an exit strategy, I guess. Uh, I had, you know, I played at Delta State. I graduated from here. My children went to Delta State. I came back to coach after coaching in high school, and I spent... 26 years as a baseball coach here but i had a couple more years i thought in me and we were rolling pretty good Uh, my last year we had had a really great team won the conference went to the regionals and so it really kind of wasn't on my radar and then um the uh, the athletic director position changed and i just got some encouragement i got some people that i trusted and respected and you know initially i just said i don't think so but the more I thought about it, the more I prayed about it, the more I kind of put myself in that situation. I came to that realization of what I said a moment ago. I really just didn't have a, another plan for after coaching. I didn't want to retire, retire. I also felt like some things were changing on the landscape. And for an older guy like myself in coaching, you know, a lot of this transfer portal, NIL, all of this stuff, stuff here Um, I could see it coming and I just said um, well you know maybe this is the right time and and it became a thing for me where I said well I've got an opportunity here to work for all the programs and help all the programs and coaches and that intrigued me and while I don't think there's anything quite like coaching I miss the dugout I miss the competitiveness I miss Practice. I miss having a team, but uh, I'm certainly doing the next best thing. I think where I get to come to work every day and, and be around great student athletes and athletic teams.
2: Mike, what is it about Delta State? And, and I know at least part of the answer is the people. But but what is it that has allowed there to be such sustained success? across multiple sports yeah when you were running the baseball program for all of those years for all the success that has existed on the football field with with multiple coaches for all the success that women's basketball has had through the years what what is it that has allowed that to continue for so very long
6: well I certainly think that we've had athletic-minded administration, administrators here and our presidents and athletic directors who have uh, really seen the value of what athletics can do not only for a college campus community but a regional community around us. And I've appreciated that. I had great support during the time that I was coaching here. And so we've enjoyed that, and and we've just had some great uh, coaches who've come through and established a lot of tradition here that each generation, each group wants to live up to. You look at, uh, you know, a Margaret Wade in basketball, Lloyd Clark in women's basketball, Steve Reeves, uh, you know, Boo Ferris, and, you know, the the list goes on. We had, uh, you know, Jamie Chadwell coached here, Steve Campbell coached here, won a national championship. Ron Roberts came in behind him, now Todd Cooley. So we've had a great run of coaches in a lot of sports, and uh, they've built a tradition. And So I, I do think it's a lot of that. And the next group coming doesn't want to be the group that lets that fall.
2: All right, so, so football this weekend, playoffs uh, coming up and a matchup with uh, a team that Delta State is certainly familiar with in, in West Florida, 9-1 and this year. Such an incredible season for, for Patrick Shegog, but when you start trying to lay credit on, at the feet of just one player, you're doing the entire team disservice. Uh, just kind of your thoughts as as you look at this matchup. We're going to talk with Todd later in the uh, show and, and really kind of get a breakdown as we go into it and talk about the season. but. But from your administrator's chair, what what this football team has been able to accomplish this year.
6: Well, you know, I, I like coaches and, uh, here on our staff that have a winning mindset and kind of got that winning DNA. And uh, Todd's done a great job of instilling that and, and demonstrating that to this team. They, uh, he's very well organized, uh, uh, a good motivator. A good football guy, loves the game, uh, and he does it the right way, and that's important to me. Uh, this team has performed well all year. They go into this playoff 9-1, and one, and we get uh, the opportunity to play West Florida, who gave us our only regular season loss. We took a lead into the fourth quarter and didn't hold it, so we're excited about the game. They're, they're one of the premier programs in Division Two, but we feel like in football we certainly are in that level also. So it's going to be a great football game, as playoff football should be, But um, and, and I know they would feel the same way as us. I like our team. We have been a team that's been resilient, and some games it's been the offense that picked up the defense, vice versa. You mentioned Patrick Shegog, and they just, uh, what a great leader and a great young man. He's got all of those qualities that, um, you know, you want when somebody steps in that huddle, and uh, he is just a great student athlete at our university, and we're all very proud of him here.
2: Yeah, just announced uh, yesterday as the Delta State representative as a finalist for the Connerly Trophy, and certainly that is a well-deserved honor for him. Mike, last thing for you as we wrap up and really do appreciate some of your time this afternoon. When you look at uh, at your department from a big-picture standpoint, what's kind of the, at the, the top of your to-do list right now?
6: Well, um, you know, I really think we've got – work to do in facilities and I would put that up there at the top of the list you know in this day and age of recruiting and attracting quality student athletes and having a fan base who wants to come to games and wants to support you you just can't get far behind in, in, in that race you've got to keep up and so as I look across the conference Uh, I do see some parity there, but I know we've got some work coming in the near future, so that would probably be at the top of my list, and like probably any other athletic director out there, you see coaches that are successful and bring winning to your program, and you want to keep them. You want to hang on to them. A little bit different at Division II, a little bit different structure. We don't have a lot of the big boosters and a lot of the outside resources, so we always have to have creative thinking and be thinking ahead about, you know, how do we uh, increase our budget strength, how do we make our salary scales marketable and comparable. So I would say those are the probably the top two things that uh, maybe keep me staring at the ceiling sometimes late at night, but I enjoy doing that.
2: Got to channel that inner fundraiser uh, and and try and figure out how to make it all work. Mike, you've done a a phenomenal job at Delta State, both as a coach and now as an administrator. We really appreciate some of your time this afternoon. Wish you the best and and good luck this weekend against uh, West Florida.
6: Thanks. Appreciate you having me on and uh, enjoy the dish. It's
2: Mike Kennison, Athletics Director at Delta State, joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team Mississippi Farm Bureau. So you're in Greenwood, and you've heard us talking to you about Ace Bolt and Screw, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I need to stop by and check that out." No, 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 no. You need to stop by and check it out now. And and here you need a hook. Here, here, here's the hook. You got a big old pot of uh, sausage gumbo. Sausage, was it sausage and shrimp. Is that right? Sausage and shrimp gumbo uh, under the tent, directly next to us, courtesy of all the uh, folks here at Ace Bolt and Screw. Grand opening on this Wednesday here in Greenwood. Sports Talk, Mississippi, on the road in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We've got more coming up. In fact, uh, some guy that I'm already angry with. Not, not like, like mad, mad, but how do you get out of your car without a guitar if your name is Steve Azar? How does that even happen?
3: I, I was trying to make a joke. I can't make it work.
2: Though. No, don't have a joke. It's all right. Steve Azar is going to join us coming up next. One of the prides of Greenwood, Mississippi. We'll take a time out. Back with you right after this.
1: Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again.
7: Please say
1: it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly
8: timed joke completely inappropriate.
1: Mississippi.
2: Mike's hot. Mike's hot. It's good. Sports Talk, Mississippi, welcome back. We are live at Ace Bolton Screw for the grand opening of the Greenwood location. And would love for you to come by and say this. I told you before the break that the sausage and shrimp gumbo smelled good. Yeah, is it good? I will testify
3: right. on its behalf I'll now. I'll a little bit of that.
2: Uh, yes, it is, uh, it is outstanding. You know what else is outstanding?
3: A summer day.
2: Anytime Steve Azar stops by, That's I right. think this is the first time in the Let history of the
3: world that I have
2: seen Steve Azar where he did not have sunglasses on. Hello, my I friend. Just
5: have, they're not on? I took them off at the hotel. We, uh, hello guys. You dress relatively conservatively. Why are y'all? I think this is pretty edgy. I mean, you look good. I'm just saying, like, you know,
3: I'm telling you, I see you every Saturday on the Jumbotron in those pants, and I'm just like, I want those pants. Oh, yeah, 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 those pants. I need a pair of those pants. I I love those pants. I know. You (laughs) said you you wouldn't give them to me. Well, they wouldn't fit me anyway. (laughs) There are a multitude of reasons. Yeah.
5: Don't let out all the colors. They sort of – there's uh, there's some stretch fabric in there. Oh, that's what like. I'm saying. You can get in there. Yeah. What's get up, my there. man? Good to my see cousins, you. My cousins, look at that.
3: Look at all these, these – he's waved to like five different people. Well, I, I mean, know everybody this here. Is the Delta's I, I, favorite son uh, right here.
5: There's a good chance that most of the people I'm looking at right now are – I can't believe they're alive because we, we spent some Delta days together. Yeah. Playing music and all the fights breaking out in the days and, you know.
2: The last time I saw you, we were. Uh, it was a Delta day. today. Uh, a little bit warmer than it is today at the uh, at the golf
5: tournament. Yeah, we loved you being what there. What a great time!
2: You. What a cool event yeah, that. It's uh, been good. I know you. You, you guys, guys have put a lot into that for a lot of years, and it was spectacular.
5: It's hard putting those things on, but yeah, but at the same time, it's important. So it's been so good. You guys. Y'all are a family. Y'all have become such a big part of it. It's great to have you there now.
2: I have had family. so much fun following Mark Patterson on uh, on oh, uh, yeah. Instagram. I, I got to play with he him. He likes to climb things. Yeah, like yeah. you know, Kilimanjaro. Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Who does
5: that? Him. Uh,
2: what an incredible guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. That was a guy. fun interview. He's a good that. he
5: is a good guy. That's good. Well that's the beauty of it. You guys become friends forever and that's what happens at the Delta Soul in Greenville. But anyway, it's, it's been good. You guys, how about rain? Is this considered like Seattle rain? Because I need a lot of rain in my pond.
2: Yeah. Is it down?
5: Not down. There's nothing there. Ooh. It's a football field now.
2: Never think, happened. I think we have fared a little bit
3: better in North Mississippi. <laughs>
5: than, nothing. Uh, I looked than, outside than today other parts it, of it was the actually state have,
3: pouring. and I was like, that's the first time oh, yeah. in a long time that I've yeah. seen that.
5: Yeah, it's been unusual. I don't think I ever remembered this even growing up. It's been this long of a stretch,
3: Th- this dry, and it was a yeah. it was a hot summer, certainly. Yeah, the river's dry. Spring too. will be here before we know it, and then we'll, yeah, be, yeah. We'll, we'll be mad that it rains all the time. Yeah,
5: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Tell us about baseball. what uh, what you were up to, both in the the Super Talk world and beyond. Uh, get into Mississippi Minute. With Steve Why are we Azar. talking sports? Thursday. Well, we will. I can
5: do it. We will, but what?
2: The okay, opportunity for self promotion.
5: Okay, self promotion. Well, and, we,
2: and we've got Steve Azar's Christmas coming up.
5: Oh yeah, I love doing that show. It's fun, isn't it? So Will and I have the best time, and uh, yeah, Mississippi Christmas, right? Yeah, that's and tough to have a good time with Will East. It's it's almost impossible. I know, I know. it is almost impossible. <laughs> uh, the uh, we've got a book signing coincidentally tonight at the Mississippi Gift Company for the one Mississippi children's book. Uh, we've been number one a handful of times, I think, already as the bestseller in, in youth and young adults. A Disney book behind us I saw one time in Mississippi, of course. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. No yeah. doubt. And uh, so we've already gone into reprint after about eight weeks. So it's pretty good. So it's, cool. it's going really good, and it's been a blessing. And we've got a curriculum that matches the book, so a lot of kids and schools have already adopted it at a pretty fast pace. Uh, and, and, and
2: you've done a lot of that, right? You, you've gone to a lot of schools in the last year or two with where you were singing right. the one Mississippi song. Yeah. Well,
5: I was doing it before it became the state song. It was it was actually a little bit, uh, especially my alma mater at St. Joe. Uh, this kids, wanted, they they were all learning it. It was a Bicentennial song, right, right. official. And then it turned right. into – turning. when Philip Gunn came to my house and he said him and Becky Curry wanted to put it up, we have a new flag, and – it's pretty. It was a, It was an odd journey to it, but uh, but uh, it was like working a record almost. But it, and it took a lot of patience. But in in, in the end, uh, legislature was really good to me, and I really appreciate him. Yeah. What about on the on the music front? Everything's good. I'm producing some acts. Tyler Tisdale from South Mississippi, Hattiesburg, and Drew Pulliam from uh, uh, up in Jonesboro, Arkansas. He's only eighteen. Both really good starting to make their way and then as far as my music i'm about to make a new record soon it's been good
2: i was going to ask you if there if there's a little bit of an ebb and flow in terms of being a musician and being a successful musician for a long time because you
5: can't just
2: constantly studio produce hits tour
5: i have friends that do there's some acts that that have so many records written it's, it's, it's too much
2: feels like it's a grind
5: it's a grind but I came home to focus and lock in and really write about home, and I was able to do that with my last two records. yeah, The three records, actually, because it was Delta Soul, Volume 1, there was uh, Steve Azar and the Kingsmen, some of BB's guys when he passed, Elvis's and all that. And then my Mississippi reunion, which was new songs and past songs all coming together, which is where the state song sits. Cedric Burnside and I did Cold Water together. A lot of songs I just saw city limit signs and wrote Rosedale, wrote Midnight, wrote I hadn't written Jackson yet, but I got Jackson in the state song. So, uh, can we, get Lara, can we get
3: Vicksburg in there?
5: You know, I love the sound of Vicksburg. There we go. I've got to get over the actual competitiveness from me, us, and St. Al back in the day. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Where, 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 where did you graduate? I graduated when Guccio was there. Oh, Johnny okay. Guccio. I know Johnny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ended up loving him, and yeah, I hate I hate guy. the fact that I love him. <laughs> See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know how you feel. <laughs> he was I in really saw like you're a you really KDF. good athlete. Johnny was a great athlete. Yes, really he was. Growing up. State. If you're listening, Johnny, I'm Azar giving you kudos because you really, really were a great athlete.
2: All right. So, so I threw something at you in the middle of the Delta Soul Golf Tournament when you had about 726 other things going on. You're probably not going to remember this, <laughs> and you're probably not going to remember that you said yes. Hmm. Um, but you're doing it. the rest of the show. All right, we'll see. You. I got it. Y'all go do the book signing. Sports talk Mississippi needs
5: a song. Oh, ne- I need. I, we to, talked about ne- this.
2: I know. And you're like, oh, I probably got some stuff. And if I don't, we I will come up with I got something.
5: It. You know, you know, I've got the song "The Coach." Yeah. I've got the underdog. Right. I got all sorts of songs about sports. But we could. You need your own. You guys need your own thing. And I. Obviously and I think a fan capable. of y'all's show, huh? I think you are capable of. I could capture y'all. <laughs> You think he's capable? Just By tonight, I could capture y'all. But no, no, I, I would like. You got to a guitar it. in the car
2: right now? <laughs> no, I, I didn't bring <laughs> just do it I, I didn't bring that right on in. the spot. I got Let's shows go this work. weekend.
5: I got my band and my road crew and everybody, my team, my team, my tour manager, everybody loading up. Let me ask y'all. uh We gotta, we gotta decide what you want. I want to understand the feel because this is a great show, man. Y'all, y'all just we're so different, fa- though. It'd be interesting. Well, you are different. Yeah, because like I, Richard and I, we don't listen to the same music. No, the Odd things. Couple was a hit show. It's true. It's true. We Come got on. Borky too. We got three of us. Three company. No, I know that. That's true. Yeah, three's I mean, trouble. He, I think he's. I do company. Summers. Three's trouble. Yeah, yeah. Could,
2: could there's your trouble. Three's a crowd. We'll uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to workshop. We that could get Davenport and then be yeah. my three
5: sons. Oh wow, that y'all would be my three sons. Yeah, at that point, yeah. There's a good chance. I'm
2: not sure that he would claim any of us. No, no. Being, no. he's not
5: claiming me. I know that. No. Yeah, he looks at me sometimes. I think Stephen goes, "Man, what have we done?" To the <laughs> you, Super Bowl? You, you said, "Why are we not talking sports?" Let's do uh, it. I want to. Do, do people know that about you that you are a massive sports fan? Let me just say this. So I got a text last night. Everybody's got to understand something. I live. I love our state schools. Right. You know, I went to Delta State. Some so more than it allows me. No, no, I love them. Right. But, and I don't want to get anybody mad. I don't want anybody at Hell State getting mad at me because when you coach a kid in basketball, you fall in love with them, right? This is ESPN's running back top ten. Number five from St. Joe, number eight from St. Joe. That's
2: Trey Benson at Florida State, and And Dylan Dylan Johnson Johnson, Johnson, has made his way, formerly of Mississippi State, now at the University of
5: Washington, and having a big year. Having a big year. So this is amazing because they came from the same backfield, from the same small town, which is why I believe in the dream. I I believe that the the beauty of growing up in Mississippi is we have a lot of small towns, right? Even our state state capital is a small town. Per in the eyes of Texas Grand and whatever of things, yeah. And first of all, athletic wise, eyes of Texas—that'd be a good song. It's not even not your—it's not going to be y'all song. That ain't happening. It's doesn't not work. even per capita. It's ridiculous the talent that yeah. we have from this hallowed ground we call Mississippi. That's a great point because people
2: love to throw the per capita. You know, per no. capita NFL guys no. from
5: Mississippi. No, it's just period. Well, what about Super Bowl? How many players? Nine to 12, nine nine from Mississippi, three that played in Mississippi in their college days, and that was not per capita. It was the most in last Super Bowl. That's right. Come on.
2: And it doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously the way it shakes out, depending on who the teams are, sometimes it's more than others. But it is the exception rather than the rule if you get to a Super Bowl where there's only one or two guys from Mississippi.
5: It's an exception. It's really amazing, y'all. I'm telling you. So, which, why? I, I know we're the birthplace of America's music, but why can't we claim our Friday night lights as the Friday night lights? I'm just asking. Why can't I say it? We just did. Thank you so much. Have,
2: yeah, no, no issue with that. Yeah, I got a lot
5: of good. Texas friends, and I just I, I battle them. And I'll just, you know, I'll whip out Jerry Rice and Walter Payton, and then I'll just say, and, and, and Archie Manning, and I'll say, can we stop? And Brian Hayden. Well, Brian was a stud.
2: I mean, you, you played pre- play. Friday Night Lights I for did, you. I did play,
5: yeah. I yeah,
2: did.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I was okay. J- just like Jerry
2: Rice and yeah, Walter exactly Payton and Archie same. Manning, you exactly also played on Friday Night Lights. Steve McNair. Come on. In Mississippi. Same classification. Did you play football in
5: high school? I played until 10th grade. In 10th grade, I broke my foot. Uh, I, I stuck to basketball, and I have regrets that I did, didn't finish, but I have regrets, but basketball and tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I love hoops. I'm and a and hoop And it
2: is stuck with you. Um, thanks for stopping by. Always good to see do you. i get Always to get go you You're out. out.
5: Fantastic. I mean, if you that want that to stay for y'all. a little while longer, you can. I love you. I'm going to do my book signing. Do, do it. it.
2: You do that. The great Steve Azar love me stopping some Mississippi. by and visiting with us on Sports Talk Mississippi. We He's are out. live at Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood for their grand opening. We're back with you right
1: after this. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the magnolia state how do you like that i love it on super talk mississippi
2: i mean if it sounded like that at the beginning it would be the end of the world
3: I don't think we need to rip off Africa by Tote.
2: No, I well and that's like a ripped off version. Yeah, it's a Africa, cover version. I understand yeah, yeah,
3: that. Well that, now we're doing a cover of a cover. That's no good.
2: Well, I just I didn't say do that. I said saying. has that sound to it. But you know I, what I, I, Steve I, I, said we need to collaborate on this. I don't yeah. think we do. I think we need to let, him, let him cook. It's like hey bud let him cook. You're kinda good at your job. Yeah. If you could do that and like loop us in, yeah would be great.
3: Just just send us the MP three and we're good. Yeah. Actually, send it to Will. I, I don't yeah, yeah, know don't what, what to do it to with Will. that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Don't know what to do with that. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road today. grand opening of Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood. Michael Bond joins us right now. He's the regional sales manager from Milwaukee. Milwaukee, one of the suppliers for Ace Bolton Screw. Uh, Michael, great to see you. Thanks for uh, for stopping by and spending a few minutes with us.
9: Thank you. Thanks for having me. All
2: right, so this is a great setup. I know you guys have been to Ace Bolton Screw setups uh, stores before in some of their other locations, but this is pretty incredible.
9: Yeah, it's been a great partnership. Um, obviously, Milwaukee's invested very heavily throughout Mississippi, yeah. and to invest in another uh, great great company like Ace Bolt and Screw, it's been, it's been nice to be here for the grand opening.
2: I, I can't help but notice this gargantuan building on the side of Interstate 55. Absolutely. I guess it would in be the, uh, the east side of, uh, of I 55 in the Grenada area. Oh. That's a huge presence for Milwaukee.
9: Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Milwaukee's coming up on uh, almost 50 years at the Jackson, Mississippi plant. Uh, we got a plant in Greenwood opening up uh, Grenada. Our distribution center for the country is in Olive Branch. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's been impressive, and uh, we'll continue to invest back in the state.
2: It certainly is, uh, is cool. You've got a great setup over here, and, and a lot of your, uh, your reps are over here with everything you could imagine in terms of tools, and so much of it is battery-powered now.
9: It is. You know, there's many reasons for that, but obviously safety is a big a big one for that. And many, many years ago, we identified the opportunity to kind of move away from a corded job site, make things safer, less emissions, less trip hazards. So you'll see a lot of investment from us to make job sites easier, more productive, and that ultimately leads to batteries.
2: It does lead to batteries, and yet the problem, the difference between batteries and those cords is batteries run out, and yet... They've become far more efficient, and there's so much more you can do with them.
9: Couldn't agree more, and uh, one of the batteries we out have out here today is uh, actually our new Forge technology. So you can actually put this battery on our new charger, and it'll go up to 80% capacity in 15 minutes. So oh, wow. really the ability to keep those jobs moving.
2: That's, uh, that's incredible. So... It all the, the whole battery setup always made sense to me for for drills for you know a, a, a skill saw or reciprocating saw or something like that. But you've taken it to an entirely different level where it really is a commercial solution and not just like a, a small residential solution, right?
9: Yes, yes, sir. Couldn't agree more. And we actually have some some batteries over there on new MX fuel line, which is actually light equipment. So we okay. even have things like. You know, a portable power, Um, we have things like, uh, you know, breaking hammers even, large cut-off saws. So the technology has advanced so quickly with lithium-ion that it kind of allows you to have just as much power uh, that you would have on a corded solution. I mean, some of our impacts are more powerful than a corded equivalent, which is pretty unheard of.
2: So how long did it take for professionals, whether we're talking about contractors or... Um, uh, builders just users consumers of commercial grade equipment to go okay i'm on board let's do it with batteries because i I, my guess is early on they didn't believe in it
9: yeah yeah it's it's definitely uh it's it's still happening i would say um but the past 10 years has been hyper growth for sure um the technology is, has gone leaps and bounds, so really the past decade has is, is really been hyper growth for battery technology.
2: So so what's next? I mean, it feels like every year there are new products that come out, and, and I'm not necessarily asking you to break any trade secrets here, but but what does the future look like for Milwaukee?
9: yeah i think the battery technology has continued to grow like i said you know the charging capabilities and you know the the speed at which we can refill a battery has always been a challenge Uh, heat especially to get those batteries recharged quickly but the new ford's technology helps with that the mx fuel line with allowing us to get bigger products uh, on a battery platform that were gas in the past um all of those you know i think we're obviously have made great great advances, but still just scratching the surface.
2: Yeah, really, uh, really great stuff. And um, I think there's some pretty good Christmas present opportunities that uh, that you've got as well, aren't there?
9: Oh, my favorite one out there today, you know, I've I just moved back to Mississippi myself, and uh, it's been pretty cold. I don't think we've seen much rain very, very often, but... Um with it being a little chilly today, we actually have a propane heater that runs off our M18 battery, so oh, really? great, great Christmas present. Yeah, there's a lot of options out there for sure.
2: All right, I'm, I'm going to throw the question at you that we got on the uh, C Spire text line at the beginning of the show. This came from Ben and Brandon. He said, what's the one power tool slash man gadget that you
9: cannot live without? From Brandon, very nice. I just moved back to Brandon. There that, you go. That was awesome. Um, can't live without. Hey, he went
2: with the uh, the
9: battery-powered impact wrench. Yeah, I would I would actually go with uh, also the the battery-powered impact driver. You can put the the bits right into it. And uh, having moving, moved back and putting hanging TVs and all kind yep. of crap, that, that stuff has been fantastic.
2: I get it. Uh, Michael, thanks so much for stopping by. Great to see you. Thank you. Michael Bond, he's the regional sales manager with Milwaukee, joining us here in Greenwood today for the grand opening of Ace, Bolt, and Screw. We'll take a timeout. More coming up with you right after this on Super Talk Mississippi.
10: Okay,
1: let's go to the junction in the grove and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports talk, Mississippi on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Wednesday afternoon, middle of the week, rain has stopped, sun peeking out, the sausage and shrimp gumbo is spectacular as we come to you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on the road at Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood. We're on the road this afternoon and would love for you to come by and say hello. A lot of folks have already done that, and I uh, hope you will as well. Not just for the gumbo, but you've got to check out Ace Bolton Screw. Their selection of... I don't feel like I'm adequately describing it when I say their selection of tools is better than you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. How would you describe it?
3: It's better than you've ever seen.
2: Okay. A a cornucopia, of, a
3: veritable plethora.
2: Yeah, of uh, of both power tools and hand tools yeah. and uh, it's great. We yeah, our friends at uh, Channel Lock stopped by earlier, mm-hmm. dropped a couple of hats off. Yeah, They've got the Ace Bolt and Screw hats and yeah. Where's Not Milwaukee really cool on that? Stuff. Where's Where's all stuff? Oh, don't so be don't, that guy. I don't
3: don't, don't. I don't know what's going on there. I'm just saying. You are so that guy. I am that guy. Like Like you need another hat. I mean, I'm just saying. I like you
2: know. I like swag. Borky <sighs> can't take him anywhere. You sh- Nowhere. You should take me everywhere. Um, you get free hats. Sports talk. Look, right, here comes a hat. say yeah, they got coming. They're coming. He just see. went straight into his trailer and he pulled out a hat. I know they've got them. You whine, you complain. I know they the have hats. them. Now, now you put. I'll put I want on. you. You've got to alternate between these hats for the remainder of the show. Okay, I can do that. Well, now, now that would be. That'd be showing a bit of favoritism. There you go. There you go. You got your Milwaukee. Well, lid. The first thing we got to do is get that.
5: You're gonna, That's you're gonna have to
2: be a little bit. You're gonna have one. to stretch that adjustable snap band to its limits. All right. Let's see. You get it on. There you go. Oh, he's got to take the. Uh, still not big enough. Oh goodness. Ooh, hey, have you got a jumbo? Got a Bigger one? <laughs> They're laughing at you now. Uh, let me just oh, t-shirts are coming too. Uh, there, there you go. Oh goodness. I've got bigger sizes. Hey Borky, you want to see him try and put the t-shirt on too? Actually, yes, please. Uh, YouTube purposes. <laughs> All right, if you could go ahead and put on the t-shirt as well. Just uh, well, no, no, no. You you asked, and so now you have to follow through. He said not not right this uh, this second. You can join us on the C Spire text line. I hope you're having as much fun as we are. 601-879-4395. That's what he needs. He needs a safety helmet with a windshield on it. I, do feel like I, need, go.
3: I need that sometime to protect me from your
2: takes. Oh, goodness. 601-879-4395. That's the number for the C Spire text line. Love for you to join the conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the the top twenty five from the uh, college football playoffs released between games of the Champions Classic last night. They played it in uh, in Chicago. Morky, we we kind of started down this road earlier. Georgia won, Ohio State two, so those two flip flop. Still got Michigan at three, Florida State at four, Washington at five, and th- did we adequately? Cover the fishy line yesterday when it comes to this Washington Oregon State game.
6: Ooh, I don't
4: think so.
2: Oregon State is a two and a half point favorite against undefeated Washington. Who? I, I, I mean,
3: there's something Something, up. something doesn't smell there's, right. There, there's something up with that. There's no question about that. But that's said, Oregon fishy State. line of the week brought to you by PTG Outdoors. They're not far from here. Uh, there's something. There's something off by that line. Yes,
0: for sure. But.
3: Oregon state is a good football team. They're it's playing played on the road. They're a physical team, so you know, I mean Washington, Washington's a little bit of a finesse team. Yeah. So and that's why you know Oregon was able to have some success against them, but they didn't end up getting the win. But I feel like you go back and watch that game again and Oregon kind of coached itself out of a win there. You know, landing made some decisions I didn't I didn't quite get. But by and large, I, I mean... Uh, you can't revisionist history, the fourth I'll, down thing. They were the right call revision. in the moment. Was, I was not even revision. I was At the moment, I was saying, I don't know about that.
4: Uh, I well, before well, the half, going for the touchdown instead of kicking the field goal, as time expired, in hindsight, was a really bad decision. Yeah, that, that, that one didn't
2: really make sense. I, I would agree with you on on that front. Um, But that one's worth watching this weekend. you got to work at Six. So, Oregon is the highest-ranked one-loss team, followed by Texas, who is still one spot in front of Alabama, I think as they should be. They won. We say the games have to matter. And if the games have to matter and they played each other head-to-head, then Texas, with one loss, should be one spot in front of Alabama. But
3: who do you think is better right now, Texas or Alabama? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? (laughs) Because Alabama's better.
4: Yeah, let's play that game again.
3: if they played again, Alabama would probably win. But, but
2: we have played we can't that, do that game,
3: and the result is what like, it we is. had a scoreboard. Yeah, and if we get to a point where that where there's a one loss Alabama and a one loss Texas, and Alabama gets in over Texas, whoo, I, I, well,
2: welcome to the SEC, Texas. Yeah, <laughs>
3: who's your daddy le- now? Learned your place, didn't you? So yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to go. I think I think it won't. Matter in the end, mm. but we'll see.
2: Is Missouri the ninth best team in the country, Michael Borky? Uh,
4: uh, maybe. I, I think so. So, Ole Miss fans are upset, and understandably so, with Missouri being four spots ahead of Ole Miss because if you look at the resumes and break the, just the resumes down, Ole Miss has a better resume. But I've watched Missouri play lately, and, and I've watched Ole Miss play lately. And Missouri being in that spot is, is totally fine from an eye test perspective. And, yes, there's recency bias involved there as well from the committee. That's not where I have issue. I have issue with Penn State's location, frankly. Hel- help well, me with that. One. Ho- ho- hold that thought. I want us to, to
2: finish the Missouri thing because this is the difference in having a committee versus a computer. If you say when you play the game doesn't matter, every game counts the same, but then you rank Missouri four spots ahead of Ole Miss, then you were saying, yeah, but really we're lying to you when we say when you play the game doesn't matter because it absolutely matters. Missouri's playing really good football right now. The last we saw from Missouri and from Ole Miss, it was Ole Miss getting boat raced in Athens, and it was Missouri boat racing Tennessee. And so 100% there is recency bias, and yet, Borky, as you say... When you measure their resumes against each other for the entirety of the season, Ole Miss's resume is better.
4: It is. It absolutely is.
3: Yeah, I mean they have the win over LSU. Missouri lost LSU. Both those games were played at home. Uh, Is
2: Ole Miss's win over Tulane comparable to Missouri's win over Kansas State?
3: Ole Miss's was on the road. Missouri's was at home. I would. I I agree, but I, I think when you take Pratt out of the equation for Tulane, I think the win for Missouri is better there. Okay. Uh Missouri is their second best win Tennessee? Probably. What's Ole Miss's second best win?
4: Is
6: Tulane?
3: It
2: Tulane, Texas A M. Uh, well actually Auburn's Missouri's best
3: ones? win is, is is Missouri's best win to Tennessee or is it Kansas State? It's
4: Tennessee. Uh, based on the ranking anyway. Okay. Yeah. Tennessee's yeah, about Tennessee to get their 18, fourth loss on Kansas Saturday. State
2: 21.
3: Yeah, probably so.
2: And yet there they are at number eighteen. Um, all right, Borky. So let's let's skip down. Louisville at ten, Oregon State at eleven, Penn State at twelve, Ole Miss thirteen, Oklahoma fourteen, LSU fifteen.
4: So I, I've watched Penn State play a handful of times this this year. Uh, I, I assume you guys have watched Penn State play. If Penn State and Ole Miss lined up lined up across the field from each other, who wins? Um, Neutral site.
2: I. I th- I think Ole Miss wins because I don't think Penn State can score. That Penn State defense is really good.
4: It is very good.
2: I mean, it is when they are healthy, that is a top ten, maybe top five defense nationally. And against the two best defenses that they have faced this year, Ole Miss has not played exceptionally well. They score ten on the road against Alabama in a loss. Uh, they score 17 on the road against Georgia in a loss. Those are the two best defenses they've played. And when you combine the two of them, they're averaging, what, 13.5 points per game. Penn State is in that neighborhood. I don't know that they are as good as either of those defenses, though I don't think they're a long way off. But offensively, they're not close to what Alabama was or Georgia is. Not what Alabama is right now, what Alabama was a yeah. month into the season. Yeah. yeah, They're not close.
4: Yeah. I mean, how many worse is... offenses has Ole Miss played this year? Vanderbilt, Mercer, they got one coming up. They got one coming up on Saturday, for sure. No,
3: no. Uh, Sa- I, know, I think he was talking, I, about, I was talking third, about another game <laughs> about eight days from
2: now.
4: But, but in their two games that they've played, how many worse offenses have they played than Penn State with worse quarterback play than what you get from Penn State? I think two.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, Auburn's offense was horrid. Going into that game,
4: so so was Penn State so But anyway, point yeah. being, I mean Louisville's. You, got, you don't like Penn State at twelve. I, I don't. And, and you know Louisville, I think they've got a loss coming uh, as early as Saturday. They're nine and one. I get it. That one loss is to a two and eight Pittsburgh team, who's likely going to finish two and ten. That's got to count for something, man. I mean they got they lost Wait, by who, what? Who's
2: one loss? Louisville.
4: Louisville lost by what was it? Seventeen points to Pittsburgh, who was two and eight. And
2: that was on the heels of beating the brakes off of Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah.
4: But but Ole Miss fans are, are like are, are thinking that this ranking means that they are eliminated from an access bowl. No, they're not. Now, they need help, but it's college football. You think all these teams ahead of them are going to win the rest of their games? I don't.
2: I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? you, you got to hold serve. you got to win these next two if you're Ole Miss. You'd love to see Penn State lose again. That may or may not happen. Oregon State could lose. Louisville could lose.
1: Absolutely. Guys, what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi, on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Super Talk TV. Our show has a Delta flair today as we come to you from Greenwood for the uh, grand opening of Ace, Bolt, and Screw. Been telling you for a while. They've got the uh, the sausage and shrimp gumbo, with crackers on the side over here, and it is worth the drive. Like it might be worth the drive from Oxford, which is where I came from. Where you came from? And yeah, it is fantastic. Uh, got reps from uh, a lot of suppliers for Ace Bolt and Screw here, and uh, some great deals to uh, to be had. But uh, we're going to talk to a uh, a true Delta man right now. Bo Prestige is uh, he's the founder of Wildlife Inc and has got a pretty neat story to tell, and uh, appreciate you coming by. Nice yeah, to see
8: you. Oh, man, appreciate, appreciate being here. and uh, You know, just an opportunity to tell the story. Uh, while I think uh, we was started in 1994, okay, uh, never had the thoughts that it would grow to the magnitude that it did, but uh, being in the Delta, farmed, farmed about 6,000 acres of land, okay. a lot of rice, a lot of beans, corn, and we uh, actually saw the need to maybe diversify in the winter, help a little bit with income, and we started a duck hunting business. Okay. And uh, we were just going to do a day-to-day operation, thought that it would just go slightly. Me and a friend of mine named Billy Bryant worked with me, and we were going to carry some groups every day for a few days a year. And from by 94 to 1996, we were taking 600 hunters a year. Oh, wow. So that was
2: right out of the gate.
8: That was right out of the gate. It exploded. We hit it absolutely perfect. Uh, We had great relationships with Mossyell. Great relationships with Primo's game calls. Everything was clicking at the right time. All the stars were lining up. And it just absolutely exploded. Because at that time, that's when all the videos were coming out. Yeah. TV was coming out. Waterfowl was huge. Mm Mm-hmm. And we ran a super quality place. We stood for everything that was right. We would like to take pride in saying that. And then having the connections with Mossy Oak, having the connections with the Primos, having the connections with the people here in Mississippi, because we always try to keep our roots to Mississippi. Nobody believes in Mississippi more than I do. Okay. Been very fortunate. Been a lot of places. No place always like home. Always good to
2: come back home, isn't it?
8: No place like home. If you got Southern hospitality, you come to a place where people still – believe in values of life they still believe in god they still believe in home they still believe in family they still believe in friends they stand for everything that's right i don't care where you go when you come back to mississippi you come back to the best and we took that lodge to its highest level for 22 years we ran an average of about 600 hunters a year okay they would go on three-day hunts and
2: so that would start in what mid january first of december Okay, earlier than that. Okay, First of December December. to the end
8: of January. Okay. And uh, we have a lodge right out here. Lodge complex makes up about 16,000 square feet. And we did that for 22 years. And it got to the point that we were just seeing that the numbers weren't quite there. The habitat was changing a little bit. Agricultural practices were changing a little bit. So when you
2: say the numbers, you're talking about waterfowl numbers.
8: Waterfowl numbers. Okay. Birds. But we still saw an opportunity for quality hunts if we did it the right kind of way. So we actually took it, and we took a big step, and we cut it down to memberships. Okay. And we went to 10 memberships. Well, you you know, you got to understand, I had people that had hunted with me and groups of people that had hunted with me from 16 to 22 years. Mm. 85% of my lodge had been hunting from 16 to 22 years. So the hardest thing for me to do was start calling people and deciding who did I want to give an opportunity to be a member in this lodge. And the first seven people I called took ten memberships. Oh, goodness. So that put me in a bind. Yeah. So then I had to spend the next three years telling people what I was doing. But it was a good move. It was a family move. It was a good and, and move. And
2: that's not entirely different from the way a lot of people's deer camps work, right? When, when you have a deer camp that's got a certain <coughs> number of acres and you sell, sell memberships to it and those sometimes get passed down generation to generation.
8: Yeah, and, well, and what we do is, is, is we have yearly membership, dues types of memberships, not so much equity memberships. Okay. But when they show up right 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 now we've got ten wells running been running for two weeks okay. so we have thirty water we got we got we got, uh thirty two blinds, so we got a lot of water, a lot of diversity hunting, we hunt brakes, we hunt timber, we hunt fields, we hunt sloughs uh it works real good, and it's been a great stay for greenwood It's been a great stay for us right here. it's been great for our life uh, and it's opened up the doors because you can't imagine the people that it let me b- become in touch with by going through this business, just meeting people from all over the United States, people from all over the world, because we did over 31 TV shows and videos out of that lodge. Wow. And a lot of that came from Primos, Mossy Oak, those type of people, North American hunters, uh, uh, Outdoor Life, articles you wouldn't believe, unreal, just very lucky, very blessed.
2: All right, so you were telling me that there is kind of a new iteration that you have begun. Is, is that what you're talking about with the membership program or is it something different than that?
8: Well, I, you know, I really like to talk on this. So it's just right here, right here by Greenwood. Uh, I actually called it at the crossroads of Mississippi. If you go out here by 82 Highway and 55 Interstate, I started a lodge called Beulah Land Sporting. Okay. The name's biblical. Right. You know, I'm from the South. I understand. I love to say it. Yeah. And uh, the legacy of this lodge. I think there's a song about Beulah Land. There is a song. There is a great song. And uh, the legacy of this is to raise money for children in need. Okay. So we're creating it and we've done it real slow. It's about a little over three hundred acres in one block. We've got eight thousand square foot lodge. It's absolutely stunning, beautiful. The grounds has a real rolling type topography. Uh it is a sport and clay, skeet and trap, five stand. It's a shotgunning club. Okay. Plus it's a venue where people can have birthdays, weddings, uh, family reunions. Uh we've had it all. And we also have three charitable events a year. We do one for a school that raises money for young men that go to school right here in Greenwood, Mississippi, called Delta Streets. Okay, great school. A guy named T Mac Howard runs it. Mm-hmm. It's ran just like the military. It's unbelievable. He's taking kids that do not have much opportunity in life and making men out of them. We do a, 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 also we hold an annual shoot. And we do it for blair Batchin Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. Did it three years in a row. Absolutely has been unbelievable. They have just filled me up from Memphis to people from Arkansas to Alabama to here coming in. Shoot. 100% of the money is raised and goes to the candlelighters at blair Batchin Children's Hospital. That's incredible. And of all things, this really got us excited. About a month ago, it's been in a talk for about six months, Catch a Dream. Yeah, absolutely. Chose us as their destination. March the 2nd of this coming year, we're fixing to start every year handling the catch a dream annual, they're calling it Beulah Land Jamboree, Shooting Jamboree. It's going on line right now. We've already got people signing up for it this far out, and we're going to be raising money for Catch-A-Dream. So i like to say that we're raising money, the legacy of this lodge and this Beulah Land Sporting. Yeah. We call it the Promised Land. Is going to be to raise children money for children in need.
2: And and isn't you'll have to help me out on this. the The mission of Catch a Dream it has to do with granting wishes for children. But isn't it more related to outdoors type wishes?
8: It's outdoor type wishes. Okay. So you got to understand, make a wish. It's the same thing, but they basically did not want to step across the line kind of with hunting,
2: yeah, fishing. Yeah, I understand. I Coming, understand
8: that. And we did. So this group was formed by not only myself and other people, and Marty Brunson runs it, it was formed to grant the wishes to children that, hey, if they want to go fishing in Florida, we take them to Florida. Yeah. If they want to go to California to fish or hunt or here, we want to grant their wish so that these children can have this because – Catch a Dream is nothing but a branch, a kickoff of Make-A-Wish, yeah. and it is growing leaps and bounds, and we are doing everything we can to meet the needs of those children, and that's what this is going to be, just a great connection to raise money for them. That's
2: fantastic. Uh, fantastic story. Po, I hope, uh, w- wish you and, and your partners in this nothing but success and uh, continued growth, I, I can tell that you feel that you've been very, very blessed, and it very sounds blessed. like you're trying to bless others through that as well.
8: Very, very, very right. Correct. Thanks, that's for, how we feel. thanks for thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Oh, thank you, sir, and we appreciate it. it Absolutely, our opportunity to be here.
2: Absolutely, uh, Bo Prestige uh, from Wildlife Inc. and Buelland Sporting. Buelland Sporting. It's right here in Greenwood. If you want more information about, it, they can find that you online.
8: Find it on uh, social media. Buelland Sporting you can look it up. We got you know it's family memberships, corporate memberships, plus. We entertain all different things. We have the events for the children.
2: Very good. Thanks so much.
8: Thank you, sir. Good Appreciate to
2: it. visit with you. That's Bo Prestige uh, talking about Buell Land Sporting and uh, some of the other stuff that he has been involved with. An incredible story. Another one of those great Mississippi stories. You don't have to uh, look far to find them. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. We are in Greenwood today. This is the grand opening of Ace, Bolt, and Screw. Some of their suppliers are here got uh tons of stuff inside i'm telling you i walked inside earlier and my mouth just kind of dropped it's like where do i where do i even start just kind of wandered all over the place so much to see and uh, if you're thinking about presents this time of year rolling toward holiday season this might be a good
3: way a good place to start your shopping is jane listening um that's a good question. Yeah, we need to get her on make sure she's listening yeah. about this. We, we, can,
2: we can certainly pass the info yeah, we'll pass along the if she's not. Yeah, yeah. Quick time out. We're back with you after this. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio on the road today at Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood. Don't tell my heart, my achy, me heart Just
0: don't think you understand And if you tell my heart, my achy, me heart He might blow her up and kill this man feel it
1: can you hear it sports talk mississippi yeah on super talk mississippi
4: if your paycheck depends on the weather and the clock if
2: your conversation calls for a little more than a call... Garth Brooks doesn't have to stop by and hang out with us very often. No. The Borky went into the deep cuts today. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Busy afternoon. It's uh, been a fun afternoon as well, though. Thanks to um, Bill Prestidge for stopping by and visiting with us uh, a little bit. Uh, Borky, where do you want to go? This Willie Fritz story that you put in the uh, rundown, get us up to speed on, on this.
4: So Tulane's looking for an athletic director uh, at the moment. In fact, I think it was uh, Florida's associate AD who recently took their name out of the running for the job. There is a um, a push locally there in New Orleans to... I, I'm gonna mispronounce his name. Please forgive me. Uh, it's Courtney Gosha. Courtney Gosha uh, to to get a ra- not a raise, get a promotion and become the athletic director. He, he's been a- at Tulane for uh, for a while. Willie Fritz uh, is advocating openly for him to mm-hmm. be the athletic director. And I found that kind of interesting. Now, I can play the audio for you if you want. It's a little bit grainy. Point is, Willie Fritz is like, hey, what's the holdup? He needs to be the athletic director now. Let's not waste any more time. A coach openly advocating for a candidate to be his athletic director is not something you hear very often. And obviously there is a connection one way or another to the possibility of the Mississippi State job with, uh, with Willie Fritz. That has been a name that has been thrown around.
2: It, it's an interesting dynamic, and it – I think it says a couple of things. One, it says that – and I got this in the very short meeting that I had with Willie Fritz um, a few weeks ago, Yeah, and am going to talk with him on the phone again tomorrow. Uh, I've got Tulane and FAU this weekend. Yes, Willie Fritz and Tom Herman are – Why, you've got them. Yeah, just like, hey, I just, just for my other I, job, just want to job, do yeah. that,
3: just ask. Yeah. Um Oh, I don't know if you saw. By the way, they uh, they had some big old outdoor lighting. If you I did. To, if you just want to go run your card, we I'll take it home with me, and we'll be we'll be squared away on that.
2: That would uh, that would that would fix your grilling issues. It would. It would your, take care of that. Your outdoor lighting grilling yeah. issues. Um, no, Willie Fritz struck me as somebody that was very grounded and very principled and very comfortable in who he is. So, Borky, does that mean that Willie Fritz isn't going anywhere and <laughs> wants this guy to be his AD? Or is this Willie Fritz saying, you want me to not go anywhere? Might be a good idea to make this guy my AD. Or is it simply just, I got a relationship here. I know this guy. I know what he's capable of. And he deserves the chance to be an AD.
4: And I need to correct myself. He has not been at Tulane for a long time. He's been in athletics administration for a long time. He's been uh, at Tulane for uh, almost two years. Uh, But. That, that's why I brought it to y'all's attention. I kind of wanted – because, it, you know, it could be just him doing a guy that he really likes and respects a solid. Like, hey, you know, stop messing around. Don't get the associate AD at Florida. You've got a guy right here that you know that will do a good job. He's got relationships. Uh, just what are you waiting for as, like, a favor to a buddy? But – and we've talked about his age before, right? W- Willie Fritz I, I don't imagine's going to be coaching for all that much longer – uh, especially when you kind of hear his interviews talking about what he does for fun, he seems—he he doesn't seem like he's married to the grind in the same way that Nick Saban is. Like when Saban retires, uh, you know, he won't know what to do. Willie Fritz seems to have, uh, you know, other interests besides football maybe in his life. But that, that's why I brought it to you guys. Why do you think this is? Because we don't hear this very often. Is he saying, "Hey, I'm almost done coaching, and my last few years need to be under this guy"? And so if you want to keep winning here at Tulane, you'll hire him, I'll stay here, and I'll retire here.
2: I don't know. I mean, I think it's one of those three things I laid out a second ago. It's either, hey, you want me to stay, hire this guy? Um, Maybe it's, you don't hire this guy, I'm not going to stay? That doesn't really seem to be the way Willie Fritz operates. It feels more like, hey, never mind me and my future. I've been here for a while. I see how this place works. I know how it ticks, and this is your guy. That's how it strikes me, yeah. based on the little bit
3: of interaction that I have had with with Willie Fritz. Because at the end of the day, if Willie Fritz decides he wants the big payday, it doesn't matter, right? If, he, if Mississippi State offers him a job and says. Four point five a year. I mean, that's what he wants to do. He's going to go. It doesn't matter who the athletic director is. Yeah, you know, they they can't match Mississippi State in that situation. So,
2: and and maybe maybe Willie Fritz is simply living in the moment. Maybe he's not worried about what happens a week from now or two yeah. weeks from now or a month from now. He's got a job, but ultimately he's sticking up for a guy that he believes in. I mean,
4: to, yeah, I, definitely interesting. I would though. like to think it's that straightforward. I, I think. We got this text on the text line that said, don't hire Fritz, it will not work. So I was thinking about him in particular last night because uh, somebody asked me, of all questions, uh, what who could Mississippi State hire that would be the worst? And my answer was Shane Beamer for what that's worth. But um, I described Willie Fritz as a guy that uh, would have a really high floor uh, at Mississippi State. May not have the highest ceiling, but I think with his experience – He would have a high floor. Agree or disagree?
3: (sighs) It's just difficult with state. You talk about high floor and and high ceiling sometimes because when you have a program like Mississippi State, and and basically there's a lot of SEC schools that they have gimme games, and there are some SEC schools that don't have gimme games, right? Now, you play an FCS school, that's probably a gimme game but like you would think a sunbelt school would be a gimme game but i wouldn't call what's going to happen at state this weekend one of those so no so you know the, the the floor is always just a loss to south alabama away for any either for any school so that being said you know fritz is a good coach he's 21 and 3 at tulane that is really 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 hard to do so I mean, you, you should feel pretty good about his ability to, to come to state and be able to win there. Somebody said the Fritz hire would be so boring. so I moved it up because the wind was blowing. Well, you need to like move it over there. Well, it's burning hot. my leg. I'm sorry. We got my the... pants catch on fire. You're trying to hot-foot me. Less polyester. I know. Well, you know, I can't I Don't have cross money for a Hot-foot you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we
4: did get, get news, by make, the way.
2: What do you make of that text that says Fritz would be so boring?
3: Huh. I mean, what's boring about winning?
2: Well, that's the question. You're gonna win.
3: Yeah, if you if you're and look, gonna it win. It took
2: a while. It took a while to get it going at, at, at Tulane. But, for, it, but for that Willie being Fritz.
3: said, it's piece partially correct when you think about what we were saying yesterday. That state needs some juice. I don't know that Willie Fritz is a juice hire. That's fair. That's uh,
2: that's fair. Somebody says Georgia Southern and Tulane are polar opposites um, than MSU. Great guy, good coach, but no way at MSU. But, but couldn't you also make the couldn't you also make the argument that Willie Fritz took
3: two polar opposite programs and was a winner at both and therefore maybe That goes back to what Selman said on Monday winners are winners and you find a winner
4: yeah, how many coaches out there are not currently coaching at a job that is different than Mississippi state that I'm confused by that those are polar opposites than state well every candidate is coaching at a job that is not currently Mississippi State right now, or a job that's on, I mean, the same playing field, uh, really. Kansas is different than Mississippi State in a lot of ways. If Leipold is a thing that materializes beyond uh, initial contact. Mm-hmm. But that, that kind of confused me. Haydad, though, said earlier on XM because I've gotten three texts about it, Haydad said that there is mutual interest between Jamie Chadwell and Mississippi State today.
3: Yes. Tell me more. I mean, that, that's basically the outline of it. There, state state has him on the list for sure, and I mean, when I say mutual interest, it doesn't mean that Chad. First of all, he wasn't in Startville yesterday, regardless of what Twitter says. We, no, he was. We not. had to debunk that, which sadly. Um, but you know, Ch- Chadwell willing to listen. I guess would be the way to say say it. You know, he knows he can get a raise. If something else, he'll get a raise out of Liberty for it. But he's willing to listen, and so that's you know. How much do you think it would cost to get Chadwell? Well, he's got a buyout, too, so I don't know if they can negotiate that down or what. But uh, it would cost – I mean, per year, if you're talking about salary, he's making what, four? Four, four and a half at Liberty. Five and a half, six maybe? Yeah, I would think it would be at least six. Yeah. Because
2: Mm -hmm. I would think Liberty would be – you know, oh, Liberty
3: is probably willing to go really high. It just becomes a question of, do I want to go coach in the SEC? If, I, am I ready to go to, the, to a big job? Yeah.
4: Forgive the dumb question. Is Does Mississippi State have a similar structure uh, to Ole Miss where they're, they're capped at four years, but they can do things to make a four-year contract actually a seven-year contract?
3: Well, I mean, I assume they have the same abilities that Ole Miss does.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the four years is state law, so they're bound by the state law piece and – the maximum length of the contract. And I think that Ole Miss did some creative things through its foundation to guarantee beyond those four years, or at least that was widely um, rumored. And I would think that Mississippi State, if it was so inclined, could probably, through the um, Bulldog Club, Club. also be creative if they needed to. Yeah. I would think. I
3: would think so, yeah, but – that being said, state's never shown an inclination to do that. But then again, it was John Cohen who never did anything innovative, anyway. So. Yeah. Uh,
2: somebody said Fritz would be boring. Translates as Fritz ain't kiffin.
3: But nobody's kiffin. I said that. Kiffin is kiffin. That really nobody is. Yeah. Name another. Co- tell me who else is kiffin. Right now, who could state higher? And you're like, oh, that's- the the guy I thought was the most like that is Herman. And not in terms of their personality, just in terms of their career path. But like from a personality standpoint, there's nobody like Kiffin. Yeah. And Kiffin is
2: different, but probably more like Steve Spurrier than anybody we've seen in the last decade or so.
1: Point
6: three.
1: That work. That work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo,
5: Yes, sir? <laughs>
2: Welcome back, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. The sun is about to leave us. Oh, don't we all love when we get rid of daylight savings time. It's just so glorious. It gets dark early. Yeah, we got that extra hour of sleep that one day. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't actually get. I would I would trade a little bit longer yeah, daylight. But uh, tis the season, so cool it off a little bit. But uh, grand opening of Ace, Bolt, and Screw in Greenwood. Multiple locations in uh, in Mississippi, and some of their suppliers are here today, uh, including DeWalt. You uh, you recognize that yellow right when you walk in. Howard Lewis uh, with DeWalt stops by and, uh, and joins us uh, to talk a little bit. Well, I, I talked with some of your competitors earlier today. I know you guys have a, a nice, healthy rivalry. In fact, we wondered if my... Maybe there'd be a boxing ring that would go up in the parking lot, but
3: I, I don't think we're doing that. We could put one uh, together with all the tools we have here. I promise
11: you that
2: we, we we could do that. But Howard, what a great setup! Ace Bolton Screw's got not, not just here, but in all their locations.
11: Yeah, absolutely. This uh, looks great. Uh, great thing for Greenwood. Um, glad we're a part of this, and uh, just uh, thankful to be a part of Ace Bolton Screw and to be in this grand opening today. Um, had a good turnout considering the weather, uh, so we're happy with that. Um, things things went good.
2: So, so you've known this guy, Brian Haydad, for
11: uh, more than a minute? Yeah, yeah. We we go <laughs> way back. Uh, yeah, we went to high is. school together. Uh, both been state well, how, fans all our lives. We went to grade school together. Yeah, grade school. Excuse yeah. me. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
3: Some people call that elementary. They, well, you know, but in the parochial world, parochial world. Yeah. We, we could talk about some, you know, some afternoons with Miss Conway if you want to do that. So
11: Oh gosh. Yeah, you're you're really digging into I our know, jobs, man. Aren't you?
3: That was that was yeah, that, that it was the three of us, <laughs> me, you and Chris Barnett were the only three in our class there and just sitting there in daycare cuz our parents worked and yeah. That's Who do you right.
2: think knows more about power tools? You or Brian Hayden? <laughs> It's
11: the easy I think one. Brian, <laughs> he might Brian know more about Mississippi State
3: sports than I do too, to be
2: honest well, with you. Well,
11: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Brian's got the Mississippi State Sports down pat. I may got, I think I have him on Power Tools though. Yeah, I, I might would, have him on Power
2: Tools. I would though. imagine. So so what's going on right now in the land of DeWalt? You've got a, a great setup over there.
11: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. We uh we've we got some good things going. We're staying busy. Uh got a lot going here in Mississippi. Uh got some new products coming out. Uh, got some new products currently out. I've uh, been promoting some of those today, um, so everything's good. Uh, the construction market looks good out there. Uh, seeing seeing a lot of construction going on, not not only in residential but also in commercial as well. So uh, so, so for DeWalt, what,
2: what is the primary market? Is it for for residential? Comus- co- I'm just struggling with the word. He knows how to talk. It's his job. Re- residential <laughs> customers, or is it more commercial customers?
11: Uh, we're or here is for. we we're, we're here for everybody. Everybody. Um, residential, commercial. Uh, whether it's your big box stores or or, or an Ace Bolt and Screw, which is you know, of course, locally owned. Um, we're you know, we're here to help anyone out there. That's uh, whether you're. Building a deck at home, or whether you're you're the you know largest home builder in Mississippi, or whether you're the largest contractor, commercial contractor in Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, we try and cater to all of them. Now, me in particular, I, I mostly deal with contractors, and uh, that's a big, big part of our focus uh, is the the contractors out there in the commercial construction so, industry. So,
2: so I, I feel like battery powered tools have evolved really, really fast. I, I mean, I don't feel like we're that far removed from, you know, you, you walk in a big box store and they've got one of these sets where it's like, okay, you get a drill and a, an impact driver and there's a skill saw and a flashlight and maybe you get a battery to go with it and they give you a big box. And And I was looking at what you had earlier today and you're, you're showing me, you know, battery powered sheet metal cutters and we've got impact wrenches that are you know, battery-powered where you can, you know, take the blades off a bush hog with it. It's it's crazy how far it's come.
8: It
11: is. It is. And, and you know, if you look at the numbers, uh, there, there are more cordless being used and bought out there than corded now. Um, so everything is going to cordless now with our 60-volt platform. How long have you been in the industry? I've been in the industri- industry for 17 years.
2: So now. did you think that it would ever get to this point?
11: I, I did uh, when I first got in the industry uh, we cordless was starting to take off yeah so you could see it you know they were the the volts were getting larger on the tool as far as the batteries are concerned they were higher voltage so I you know it was just a matter of time before we were powering larger power tools with higher voltage batteries. Try not to get over your head here, but yeah, I mean, you know, and now we are uh, not only us, but all of the power tool companies are powering larger pieces of equipment, you know, with uh, higher voltage batteries, uh, most of them. So,
2: and and earlier today, you you were trying to sell me on the idea that a
11: battery-powered
2: chainsaw can handle the same load as a a
11: gas-powered chainsaw. So how did I do? Did I sell you on it or what? Well, I haven't
2: bought it yet, but I, I am still I, like I'm so fascinated. You're still in the game, right? You're yeah, I mean I, I'm, I'm really fascinated by it. You know, you I you mean, go ahead I, and
3: put that commission in your bank account, and it's it's coming. Uh, I mean, well,
2: I, I've common. got a white and orange <laughs> chainsaw that I know exactly what it's capable of, and I keep hearing that yes, that it's a real thing.
11: Yeah, yeah, it's it's impressive. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, the the one that I showed you is. Is a, is a you know our largest chainsaw, and we it goes we can go head to head with a gas power any day. Uh, you have- we,
2: we need a tree out here. I'm, I don't mean to cut you no, short. Go ahead. We're up against the break. We're out of time. Uh, DeWalt, you can check them out online at dewalt.com or find a uh, local DeWalt dealer. Howard, thanks so much for your time. Yeah,
11: thank you guys. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy.
1: You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Hour with you. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Pearl River Resort Studio. We are on the hogging. road. Well, you told me a minute ago to I take it away. I told you to back it up a little bit. You can't hog it. The wind blows it out when it's too far away from the table. Well, now I'm cold. Well, that's a you problem. I'm sitting your lap. You should have... i <laughs> will be dead. Then it'll be your you problem for sure. Ah, Actually, can hey you guys Dad. go ahead and do that? <laughs> Tomorrow's show, Borky and Hey Dad what if we uh what if we what if we didn't let's let's not Borky. All right. All right. Let, 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 let's not sports talk Mississippi on the road today at ace Bolton screw their grand opening their brand new greenwood store and uh, it's been great the uh the sausage and shrimp gumbo was outstanding <laughs> we've had some uh some tool demonstrations today they've been outstanding uh I do think that we could have uh we could have pitted the the Milwaukee folks and the Dewalt folks out there in the uh, middle of the parking lot, and just let them go after it. Trial see, by uh, combat. I, I bet deep down they actually like each other. They yeah. probably bump into each other on a fairly regular basis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they all get along. But we can't tell anybody that exactly. Um, so
3: good stuff. It's like if we all ran into McElroy and Kublik, we'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah." Is that the same thing. Yes, the same thing. I don't. They took a shot at you yesterday, so I'm just saying. Did they? Yes. Tell me more. <laughs> so I was on with them. Why were you on? We're talking about the Mississippi State coaching search.
2: Oh, I thought you might have been talking to previewing the, the game this weekend, but no, they're State not interested Southern? in
4: that? No, Did no. Did they, they ask you a single question about the actual football game on Saturday? No, no they didn't.
2: No.
3: <laughs> so he, te- he says, hey, you're going to be on at 730. So, you know, you know how we are. You had to
2: get up early. <laughs> well,
3: all right. That joke's tired. So, like I am when I get up at 730. So he sends me a text like, hey, we're running behind. And I sent him, I was like, your show is so different than ours. So then he brings me on and he's like, uh, It's like you, you texted me and he said, You said our our show is so different than yours. What did you mean by that other than the fact that this show is 20 times better than your show? And so I said, Hey, you're right about that. I mean, McElroy is great. And he's like, Well, and I know Richard really brings down y'all's show. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. So that's Cole Kublik, if you were you were wondering. I like how you were uh,
2: you were ready to just go right back at him, though. Oh, I, well, yeah. well, well done. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't back down. What if you just hung up on him? <laughs> oh, is that how like, it is? Oh, really? Well, yeah. bye. Yeah. Does this sound familiar? Click. I, I guess the other responsibility, and yet you asked me to be on it. Yeah. So, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? We got more hair on this show, Kubelik. How about that? Oh goodness. Um. You want to be a part of
3: the conversation? Don't clip that, Borky. He'll come after me.
2: You can uh, join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Connect and protect from C Spire. That is the device that your children want and the plan that you want because it's going to allow you to protect them and to make sure that they are being safe online. Learn more about connect and protect at com. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Take a good-looking Ford F-150 right out there in the parking lot here at Ace Bolton Screw in Greenwood.
3: Those tires are a little dirty. It's
2: time to get a new Might one. It would be time to get a new one. Test drive the F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealer Today. Hey, hey, Dad. Yes. Has uh, Mississippi State hired a football coach yet?
3: They have not as of 5:10 p.m. on November 15th, year of our Lord, 2023.
2: Are there any new candidates
3: about which we should uh, converse? New? No. I, I feel like uh, hot board 2.11. I, I forget all the numbers that were on our hot board yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's still probably pretty good. Um, Chadwell probably leading the pack. Oh, it's so early. It's so we early. have a leader, an odds-on favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that he if you said, you know, who's the leader right this second, it's him, um, Fritz, Sumrall, Herman, Kenny, and then we'll see. Mullen was on the air today uh, with Peter Burns mm-hmm. on one of the serious shows and said uh doesn't feel like the time is right. I think we can go ahead and put Mullen to bed on that one. That and the fact that he's going to be on Thunder and Lightning podcast on Monday. I can't imagine if he was truly interested in that job, he would take that uh, that, that particular uh, spot. Doesn't feel like the time is right. Yeah, let me, let me see if I can find the exact quote here. Um, you know, there's a... Uh, never say never going back, but I don't know if this is the time. I've got the audio. You guys want to hear it? Well, I can, if you just give me a transcript, I'll just do it. <laughs> ah, well, you know, Thomas, that's right.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, borky let, let let's hear the audio if uh, if you've got it handy.
0: It's always a great honor when your name gets mentioned with stuff, and I know the people of Mississippi are so special and, are, and hold a special place in my heart. So, um, you know, that's as as I always say, you'd never say never uh, when those things go on. And I've had a lot of people. I, I haven't. Spoken to anybody administratively with Mississippi State. I've talked to all kinds of the fans and friends and people that we love in Mississippi. State. please, are you? You know, like as as you see all over the place. Um, but you know, I like I, you. Never say never. Uh, going back, but I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if this is the time.
2: He he. By the, by the way, I could read into that a little. By bit. the way, he he held himself. Yeah. When he said all these messages from they people love me. and friends, and he almost said they're all saying, "Please come Please back," but he back. stopped
3: himself. Yeah, I heard him. There.
2: Uh, that yeah. might have been a maturity milestone for him. I'm not sure that he would have stopped himself in years gone by. No. Um,
3: ah well, I grew. You know.
2: I feel like I know just enough to be dangerous here. That when he says the time isn't right, what he's really saying is they're...
3: Are people that are still there that are still mad at me? That's very possible. He could also be looking at it from a football perspective and me saying, that team is not – I don't want to come back and uh – I think it went out, yeah. Uh, I I don't know if I want to come back to that team. Could be. Possible. Could be. Borky, is there another interpretation? There is one more.
4: No, I I think that's – Pretty oh, spot great. on. I mean, we we did have a a, a texter say, "Do we bl- ever believe anything he says with jobs?" It's different when he doesn't oh, currently I- have a coaching job. I mean, it's a little bit different. You can be a lot more honest when you're not having to appease a current team and a current administration because he doesn't have a team or an administration right now.
3: Yeah, there is one more way I think to look at it. Okay, and that's. When he says the time isn't right, he might be talking about this time in college football. This is not a guy who liked to recruit. I mean, Kirby was right. Yeah, yeah well, you heard Kirby said, and uh, he's pretty much spot on. Uh, so maybe he's like looking at the portal. looking. At I don't IM. know what
2: voice. That, that's not Dan Mullen's voice, but I love that that has
3: become. It's become the Mullen. It voice.
2: has become Dan Mullen's voice, and now right. if you imitate Dan Mullen, you're
3: actually I'm doing, doing an impression, a, an impression it's of like my Harry. Haydad. It's like my Harry Carey. Yes. My, my Harry Carey is Will Ferrell. Doing, doing
2: Harry Carey. Hi.
3: Yeah, it's, it's it's the same thing. So, but anyway, maybe that's what he's saying though. He's like, I don't want to get back. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? What well, <laughs> the moon was made of spare ribs? <laughs> so that's that's another interpretation there that Mullen might just be saying, I don't want to get back into college football right now with the way the portal is. I'll tell you,
2: I <laughs> was a young Harry Carey, did not think of Cracker Jacks in laudatory terms. <laughs> that was the great one. <laughs> he was telling the story about yeah. opening the cracker jackpot. <laughs> no, no laudatory terms. Uh. Hey. Um. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <It's>, but <that's, laughs> now I have a buddy. So much better than the actual Harry Carey. I have within. a buddy
3: in in Jackson named Austin Brown. I think you know Austin. He can actually do Harry Carey. Huh. So. Yeah. His Harry Carey is not Harry Carey from Will Ferrell. It's actual Harry Carey. Now that's a skill. Borky, are there any other questions we need to explore? There's like a little
2: Bill Clinton rolled into that that
3: even. Borky, uh, Mississippi State fans are in a lot of pain right now. (laughs) What can we do to help them?
2: Well, it depends on what the definition definition of it is. See, the problem is the Clinton
3: rolls into the McConaughey. And it turns all into, right, all right, all I'm, right. I'm gonna do the rest of this remote with my shirt off, and, and you know, see, it, it just it just never ends. Um, <laughs> so there are
2: not necessarily any new can. Are there any candidates other than Dan Mullen who no, we may eliminate for-
3: from the list? I would say at this time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eliminate anybody. Oh, I, 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 nobody. No, I mean, yeah, not one. Well, I would. I would eliminate Shane Beamer. No Shane Beamer. Yeah, you'd take him. Joe Judge, probably. Take him out.
4: Oh man, why. but they were so close. Why do I
3: why take him out? Or he, why the, was the, the graphics were made. That was a different athletic director. He was just trying to save money for baseball. Hmm. Would that athletic director have done what this athletic director just did? That's a great question. Thank you. I don't think so. Ooh? Really? Because he would have hired him. He wouldn't fire his own guy after ten games. But the 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 timing of Selman is 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 what makes this doable. Who is the um, who who is the
2: early candidate that Mississippi State fans most badly want? I think it's Chadwell. Huh? All right. Is he the one that did the screen door dog screen no, door thing? No, that's the other guy. Okay. Sports Talk Mississippi. With Need more right dogs. Back.
1: Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
8: Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait?
1: Yes! Sports Talk, Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't oh, touch that dial. Here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Here in the market for a new Ford F 150. Maybe an expedition, perhaps an explorer.
10: Baby, hold on to me. Whatever will be, will be.
2: Belk Ford in Oxford is the place to go. Highway 6 West, they got a really good selection in stock right now. Different trim levels of, uh, of F-150s a lot. Great used selection as well. And if it's not a Ford, maybe it's a Toyota. Maybe it's the Toyota Tundra. They've got those at Oxford Toyota, same location right there on Highway 6 West. Great financing options, great service after the sale, and really good people to guide you through the buying process. They're not going to try to get you into something that you don't want or you can't afford. They're going to work with with your desires and your wishes and your budgets, and uh, they will take care of you at Belk Ford and Oxford at Toyota. BelkFord.net, OxfordToyota.com. You've had the hiccups all day. Have I? You, you've been, you've been hiccupping. Um, you can drive a Ford F-150 and you will love it. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel. Find them online at genteelapparel.com. Look just like Brian Haydad and his Genteel. I've got the uh, the Genteel shirt on underneath. Oh uh, yeah. got the Genteel pants on today as well.
3: Oh, they're very nice. Yeah.
2: Very comfortable. Yeah, they look L- A little stretch in them. Yeah, uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you, uh, uh, you try, try them out? and you Did it go out? I think it's gone out. I think, I think it's, it's gone out. out. I have to relight it. Uh, genteelapparel.com. Enter your email address. Get 10% off your first order from Genteel. Great Christmas present for yourself, if you're shopping for yourself. Or a great Christmas present for somebody else, if you are uh, in the market for somebody else. Or you got somebody really hard to find, hard to shop for on your list. Just go to genteelapparel.com and let them help you. Um, there is a, a a message here, Hayden. I would like for you to respond seriously. Okay. Like 100% not a, like, give this, um,
3: where's the, where, I got where, it. where did it go? I got it
2: right here. No, I want to read it.
3: Oh, he wants to read I,
2: it. I want to read it. It starts this with, sounds, this sounds crazy, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I, got, I, just, I just had to scroll down. Uh, this sounds crazy to some. But the man MSU needs for the football coaching job is Buddy Stevens from East Mississippi Community College in Scuba. Not to be confused the with the other EMCC. We're talking about the one in Scuba. Right. He's a proven winner who has grit and will change the atmosphere at MSU. I think this texture is on to
3: something. Your thoughts? Um. No i I this is we, we had a few of these the other day, too. I mean nothing no offense to the great junior college and community college coaches here in this state. and Buddy Stevens is an absolute winner. And yet EMCC. somehow
2: I think you're about to offend him.
3: Well, all I'm going to say is, you know would, would, would if you were a Texas fan, would you pick Buddy Stevens? I mean, what, what, what is it? Wait, did you just say that Mississippi State's the same as Texas?: Absolutely, They're both SEC schools. What else do I need to say? There are only 16 of those jobs available, and a junior college head coach, community college head coach, is not going to get one of those jobs. They're just not. So, no would be the answer to that.
2: I don't think you're, like, completely thinking this through. I mean, have you seen what his offenses have done? (laughs) They're really good. They're really
3: good. I
2: mean, he had a quarterback that went on to the SEC to
3: be one of the best that's Ever yeah. played at Ole Miss? Yeah. Really good player. And yet you're just dismissing it out him. of hand. Yeah, I'm dismissing it, yes. I, am. I it's, Consider it dismissed. I don't know that you'd have to, like, overpay? Like, probably not, no. Yeah. So. What, what does this message mean? Be quiet, Richard. It, uh, it means to be quiet. Mm. So. Okay. I, I gotta,
2: I
6: gotta, gotta like what's again?
4: happening here. What's happening here? Um, just poking the bear a little
6: bit,
2: yeah. Just needling, not so much poking, just,
4: yeah, but just
3: needling
2: a yeah, little
4: bit. Yeah, it's just such a dramatic Boy, difference that, between the two. There is a there is a spelling
3: error on that next text that is just incredible, especially when you read the whole text, which we can't on the air. Okay. <laughs>
2: But it's fun. Yeah, don't be that guy. don't Don't be the guy that tells the inside joke, but then won't tell it. When I we're wish talking I could about audio medium. If we ever over get, the radio, if we ever
3: get that serious XM streaming thing, we'll be able to do that. Um. So,
2: what else on the? Uh, I ask you if there was a majority candidate yeah. favorite among the fans and. You immediately went to Jamie Chat. Is that just because it seems like he's the most likely? Three days into the
3: search, I just I feel like he's the guy that, with the resume, that brings the excitement that we've been talking about—a winner. He fits a lot of what Selman's trying to, was talking about the other day about about winning traits. I will say this though, and uh, I forget—we had one from the seven seven zero area code. It says. I don't think that the, the, the coach... Is that Atlanta? It might be. He says, I don't know that the next coach is on the hot board. And that's very possible. Mm-hmm. And I said it before. If the next coach is not on the hot board, who is it? That, that I mean, I understand that, like, by definition, you're like, well, we don't know. I mean, let me let me reread the, the text here because I want to see the exact one I reread. Which is. hot board?
2: Are we talking about Haydad's hot board? The Super Talk Heydad hot board? Maybe so. Or one I mean, of just, the more asinine... Suggestions that's out there. I don't think those count.
3: So, okay.
2: What I would it's, say it's is... It's not the wind anymore. It's, we're it's, at, we're just, out of we're gas. We're out of gas. Okay. Right. sorry.
3: So it's fine. It's fine. Jeez. I only got another hour to be out here. It's fine. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, I forgot. It's going to be chilly by the time you finish up. Yeah. Uh, um, booms booms and flashes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> booms and flashes. Yeah, a couple flashes on the show with you just a second ago. Um, hot board. Hot board. If, if there's somebody who's not been mentioned on a reasonable hot board, mm-hmm. that means it's a big name to me. Otherwise, Or a no-name. Or a no-name, which I I would have trouble. If, if someone comes back with a no-name, it's going to be really interesting. Um, so if you're saying just pick somebody, Chris Kleiman. Why is he not on any of the hot boards? I think
4: – I don't know. That's a good question. Is it because he's expressed uh, a lack of interest? could very well be it no question I mean I don't
3: know what he's told people I don't know what what he tells his agent they might just be happy at Kansas State but at the same time everybody likes money and if the state's willing to give him a raise if nothing else you can still be happy at Kansas State and get a raise from them thanks to Mississippi State's interest in you so yeah that's what that's what I'm thinking that if there's a if the coach that we're thinking for Mississippi State hasn't been mentioned yet on the hot board then you're talking about somebody that's that's going to be when we when we when that hire, hire is announced, we're all going to say, "Wow, that that was an impressive hire." Or you're correct; we're all going to say,
2: "Wait, what? Who?" Um, ben says, "Do you think Chadwell will pull in the Mississippi recruits that state goes for?"
3: I think any coach at Mississippi State will pull in Mississippi recruits. You know, that's that's the philosophy at Mississippi State. They've always been a school that tries. To what if it's people?
2: not the new coach's philosophy?
3: Well, then he's gonna I think he'd be in for a rude awakening going and trying to get players out of you know players that can compete in the SEC out of Alabama and LSU out of Alabama and Louisiana Texas because that's a harder sell
2: George in West Point what about I think his name is Joe judge uh, we, we kind of addressed that a second ago but no. you you were flippant in and, and dismissing that is it because it went poorly with the New York Giants because even when before, it's not the same thing. even
3: before when that when you know when it looked like he was going to get the job before I, I the man has never coached college football or hasn't coached it in over a decade. I mean, I can't, I can't get behind that. you got to have somebody who has who's had college coaching. Never my college head coaching experience, college coaching experience. Also never been an offensive or defensive coordinator.
6: If
4: he hadn't spent time at Mississippi State, the, the latest being 2007, when I was 15 years old, would anybody say Joe Judge's name? Why does it
2: always that's, feel that's important thing, to yeah. uh, include what your age was at the time of some mid-2000s reference?
4: Because of how Charmed. long ago it was. I mean, it's 16 years ago. And so, yeah, I mean, hey, Dad, you talk about that all the time. 7 doesn't feel like that long ago, hey, Dad. Yeah. It was just the other day. Well, you know, like last week
2: or something. I remember 16 that. 16 yeah.
3: years. But, yeah. Anyway, but you're correct in that oh, if he has, if oh. he wasn't an alum, that, that you wouldn't consider him.
2: I, I'm not being dismissive, and I'm not needling or poking the bear when I say this. Mm-hmm. I, it's the first time I've seen this, and it, I didn't hate it. What about Marshall's coach? How about Charles, Charles
3: Huff. Huff? We talked about I that. I think like he did. a month and a half ago, that would have been he might have been one of the front runners. But Marshall's season is kind of eh, and so but he I think he's a good coach. He's a good recruiter. He's been to Mississippi State before. He's he would definitely be on the second tier of candidates for me.
4: Okay. Did we talk about Charles Huff on Monday? No. No, he I I that night in, in the past uh, on a day you were off, just kind of brought up the, okay. the job he's doing. He is twenty-one and fifteen and twelve and ten right now at Marshall. Don't forget, he did go uh, to South Bend and beat Notre Dame. Jason Candle's name has not really emerged. That's a good name. Did you see
2: their end of their game last they, night? Yeah, that was crazy. What a great but, play. but that's a that's a that's a that's a good name. Why is State not considering Cliff Kingsbury? I, can I answer that one? I can answer that one. Can't, uh, could it because Cliff Kingsbury is not considering Mississippi State? Oh, that wasn't where I was going to go. I'm sorry.
4: He couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes, guys. He couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Okay.
3: Now you're you're right, but I'm right too.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Super Talk TV. We're Vermeule. back with you after this. Todd Cooley, head coach at Delta State, joins us next on the Farm Bureau Guest Line. Who's bad?
5: Communication system is a go. Go!
1: This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Exactly.
2: Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Super Talk TV on this Wednesday afternoon. We're in Greenwood today. So it's Sports Talk Mississippi on the road for the grand opening of the new Ace, Bolt, and Screw Company uh, in Greenwood. Uh, kind of winding things down for today, but I would encourage you, if you are in this part of the state, stop by and see them. They have got everything that you could possibly want when it comes to Uh, outdoor tools, supplies, power tools, handheld, battery-operated, big stuff, little stuff, and everything in between. Check them out, ace, bolt, and screw. Uh, Todd Cooley joins us right now. He's the head football coach at Delta State, getting ready for a playoff game this coming weekend. Coach, we really appreciate a a few minutes of your time. First of all, congratulations on what has been a great
7: season. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. So
2: as you get ready for uh, for this playoff game, you've got a rematch uh, coming up this weekend. Tell tell us a little bit about uh, your team as it stands right now in terms of health and and getting ready for this matchup with West Florida.
7: Well, we we you know, we're banged up a little bit just like I'm sure every team is at, at uh at this stage of the season, but you know, we're just we're just blessed and thankful that we're still playing. You know, there's only 28 teams still playing in the postseason in our division and we're one of them and uh you know, really proud of what our team has been able to do—not not only this year but last year as well. You know, we won 20 football games in two seasons. Really proud of that. Back to back gold South Conference championships, which is you know uh, something that doesn't just happen every day. Haven't done it here since 2011. So we're excited about that as well. But uh, new season starting this week, and uh, we we you know right out of the gate, I think we probably got the toughest road. We're trying to get to a national championship, and that's the goal. But we probably got the toughest road of anybody. We got to turn around and win our conference again basically. You know, we got to play West Florida right out the gate. Um if we're lucky enough to beat them, we'll probably end up having to play Dallas Austin next week, but we don't have to look any further than West Florida. They beat us up here in the regular season. They're really talented. And, you know, beat us by 3. We didn't we didn't play our best game. We're hoping we can play a better game this time around.
2: Talk to me a little bit about about Patrick Shigog, your quarterback, who has put up prolific numbers he's protected the football largely he does it through the air he does it on the ground and i feel like mm-hmm. it's a name that we've kind of been kicking around with with football in mississippi for a really long time now
7: yeah no doubt about it baseball mississippi product you know uh, he graduates in December with his masters you know he's a young man that came to us in 2018 and ended up being our starting quarterback, maybe some injuries on, on a on a really poor football team that we had back in eighteen but he competed his tail off. And, you know, he just fights for everything he gets and uh, you know, I just I love I love him to death. He's a great leader. Uh, he's a better human being than he is a football player. Um he's gonna be successful in life, you know, told everybody a lot of times I don't have any children at home, but if I ever had a son I'd want him to be just like Patrick and if I had a daughter i would want would wanted to marry somebody like Patrick. So I don't think you can give anybody a better compliment. I just love being around him. and You know, that's that's part of it. You just want to keep playing because I want to keep coaching. You know, I want to keep coaching for five more weeks. And, you know, uh, he's he's uh, he's special. He's a good player. If you haven't seen him play, you need to. Uh, like you said, he, he values the football. I think he's had – I think we did the math. He's had 35 or 36 – I think maybe 36 total touchdowns. Two turnovers this year. Um Wow. You know, I don't know what you got to do to win the Connolly Award, but I mean, I, I think he's very deserving of it. Um, so, hoping we'll still be playing when that goes on, and uh, he's definitely a, a big part of why we're here. You know, no doubt about it.
2: Yeah, that that list for the the Connerly Award finalist came out yesterday, and uh, two years in a row that Patrick has been the finalist from uh, from Delta State, and um, mm-hmm. I, I understand what you're saying about you know what have you got to do to win the award, and it, it may be, maybe maybe with the way the voting goes sometimes it's just slanted toward bigger schools but in terms of what he's accomplished i feel like i'm hearing you say you would put his accomplishments up against anybody at any level
7: no question about it no doubt i mean you're talking about just a pure football player um you know what he's been able to do i mean you're, you're talking about a guy that graduated last year and was Gulf south conference player of the year uh, he was commissioner's cup uh, gsc top 10 which goes to the top 10 student athletes in all of the gulf south uh, in all sports um could have got in the portal didn't even think about it wanted to come back wanted to try to win a national title um you know he's just he's the reason why people like me coach ball you know is to be around guys like that so i think he's his resume better than anybody's that they put out there and like you said sometimes it turns into a popularity contest for the big schools that's a shame because uh, I wouldn't trade it for anybody on that list I can promise you that.
2: Todd Cooley visiting with us head football coach at uh, Delta State. Uh, coach Kennison was on with us earlier today and we, we talked mm-hmm. to Mike a little bit about overall success of the department and, and I'm curious to, to get your thoughts on something that I asked him. Uh, Delta State's been successful athletically in in multiple sports for a really long time. Whether you want to go back to women's basketball or the success that's happened in baseball, the Mm -hmm. national championship in football, playoffs year after year, what what do you think it is that allows that to continue? And obviously you'll have years where it's down, right? I mean, you mentioned the football season a couple of years ago. That happens. But in in terms of long-term sustained success – Across a lot of sports, what what is it that's the the main contributing factor?
7: I think it's uh, it's you know we, we we have a they have a saying around here that tradition never graduates, and I think you know we've got a lot of tradition here, and I think it's just it's important not only to our university for athlete athletics to do well, uh, both on the field, on the court, in the classroom, but it's also important to our community, you know, and it's celebrated and winners are celebrated here, and I think. You know, you mentioned it. I mean, you talk to the man that's leading the charge. I mean, Coach Kennison's a winner and he's always been a winner and he projects that, uh, to our entire athletics, you know, coaches, our entire athletic staff. And, um, I think that's got a lot to do with it. You know, we got a strong administration. Uh, President Ennis is doing some unbelievable things here. Um, he, he's in, he's been around. He comes to football games. He's traveled, you know, um, just, just a no nonsense kind of guy that he's just a real person, you know, and, he came, the first time he came and spoke to our football team, I said, man, this guy's special right here. And, you know, I just think that when you play here and you come here, it's it's hard to explain, but it's when you get here, you just kind of feel it like, hey, you're expected to win, and this is how you do it. And it's just the way we do everything. You know, it's a championship mentality. It's a championship culture. And um, that's just what you're supposed to do here, you know. So, And then what I like about it is we do it the right way. You know, it's not a win at all costs. You know, Coach Kennison, and, and we do things the right way here. Um, we, have, we don't have everything we want, but we got everything we need. Um, we get what we need to win, and we place value on what's important. What's important is taking care of the student athlete, making sure that we're treating them, coaching them the right way, and treating them the right way, and uh, holding them accountable. And I think that starts with him and just filters on down throughout every program
2: busy with Todd Cooley just for a couple more minutes. I'd like to talk about recruiting just for a second, if if we sure. could. We, you know, we spend so much time talking about Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I think about what Will Hall has told us at, at Southern Miss about a, a focus on Mississippi. You know, we've talked about junior college coaches with with their yeah. philosophy. When when you're recruiting and building your roster, how, how do you approach it? What what is your philosophy? Does it start in Mississippi, or is it is it different? It does.
7: It does, but here's, here's what everybody has to understand, okay? Everybody in this state, you know, you've got a few people that, you know, they grow up and they, and they want to be, and I'm not trying to take a flight anybody, but the majority of, the, of this state, is you're either Ole Miss or you're state. That's the way you were born, that's the way you were raised, and that's the way it is. Right. So what we have here is a unique situation because we got one of the best junior college football leagues in the country, and you have a lot of young men that – want to go to Ole Miss Mississippi State. If they don't get that offer out of high school, they're going to go to junior college to see if they can get that offer in. So we know that going in. I mean, because what a lot of people don't understand is it's like, well, it's D2. Well, not anybody can play here, you know. Uh, Pastor God coming out of high school, that's a unicorn around here, you know. Uh, He's a Mississippi kid that did not want to go to junior college. He already had a bunch of dual credits. You know, he had a 24 on ACT. Uh, He basically already had a lot of hours. He didn't didn't want to do that. He wanted to go to a four-year school. You know, and I think that that was big in us getting him. But other than that, man, we've had like I want to say over 40, 40 players since I've been here in, in ten seasons that were all Gulf South players that came from Mississippi Virginia colleges. And you know, I I don't like that saying. Well, he's just a D two guy. I mean, we, you come look at our roster. I mean, we got we got players. We got really good sure. players. You know, we got a bunch of Division one transfers. We got. We got really good high school players that have the measurables. They're not there yet, but they have the measurables and the height and the length, and and they're going to eventually get to the size that we didn't get to. They can play on Division One rosters. There's no doubt about it. But that's how you have to recruit to win in this league. Uh, if you go out and say, "Well, it's going to go get so and so and so and so," you're going to get you're going to get beat, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know what that is, but we're we're always going to recruit Mississippi JUCOs hard. You know, and if there's a high school player that doesn't want to go to Mississippi JUCO, then we're going to recruit them. But we're not ever going to. We got great relationship with many of the JUCOs because they know that we're we're going to try to. You know, hey, these kids want to go to y'all out of high school great. We're going to recruit them out of high school, and then we're going to turn around and recruit them two years later. Hopefully, it'll work out. You know, that's wow. it's, it's hard. That's what you have to do to get your in-state kids here. And I knew that when I sure. came here, and I was fine with that because I'd always recruited city JCs. and had good relationships with all the coaches. <laughs> you know, go to junior college games every week, and I enjoy it. Thursday nights, it's what I do. Um, I do go see guys play. I don't like, I watch highlight like tapes just like everybody else. I like watching young men play, interacting on the sidelines, how do they listen to coaching, how do they take coaching. We have a lot of them in camps, you know, and that's, that's where our recruiting has to start. And then after that, you yeah, know we're blessed because we don't have out-of-state tuition requirements at Delta State. That's a really crazily well-kept secret that we're tired of being well-kept. Um, so we go to Alabama. We go to Louisiana. We'll go up in the Midwest. What we're going
1: to
5: do right here is go back. And now back to the-
1: back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Uh,
2: One last time with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Ace Bolton Screw, newest location in Greenwood, Mississippi. Grand opening. There's been a lot of good that's happened today. I don't know if there's anything better than the sausage and shrimp gumbo that we rolled out about an hour and a half ago. That was spectacular. Uh, We're joined by Randy and Mike Clark, co-owners at uh, Ace Bolton Screw. They told me not to ask any dumb questions before we got started, like just right before we came back on and kind of threw my first one out the window, I was just going to ask how long y'all have been brothers, but I guess it's your whole life. Yeah, so, that's, right. that's right, whole Yes, yeah, so, so here we are. <laughs> uh, congratulations on, on the newest store. Um, I guess store is the way to describe it. I know it's a whole lot more than just a store, but, you know, Mike, start with you. This is, I think you told me, storefront number seven in addition to some factories and or, uh, warehouses
10: and some other things. This is uh, number seven as okay. far as storefronts, brick and mortar, and then we have some uh, warehouses. Uh, at where uh, we do some VMI at some customer specific, specific uh, locations. Yeah, so.
2: Randy, one of the things that's that's interesting to me as as we travel throughout the state and visit with business owners and other people is it, sometimes you don't really know what you're getting into w- when you talk to somebody. And I feel like Ace Bolt and Screw is maybe kind of kind of one of those as well. And I don't mean what we're getting into with you two guys, but kind of what's behind the curtain and, and how big of an operation this is.
10: Uh, it's a big deal i mean we got uh we got 65 65 employees uh 20 something trucks we run uh, uh i don't know 40 fifty thousand line items yeah uh that uh that 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 we manage and we manage a lot of stuff for other businesses as well so we do the vmis with with our larger accounts where we manage their inventory and and that these these stores here are more of a re- some of them are more of a retail setting. Yeah. now we do have uh, uh warehouses in the back of these stores where we you know where we push fasteners out at a high level and uh, and the fronts are more of a more of a not I say retail but it's more of a construction uh Mro type setting yeah well what,
2: what, what's it like working with family for as long and as closely as you two have
6: well that's great I mean we have our kids involved me and Randy and it's a family deal and I have a son and he has a son and a daughter and it's all we know. We've done it all our life. Yeah, so.
2: I mean, I, I think back to my brother, and I'm uh, five and a half years older than I am, and, and we love each other dearly and are probably closer now than we've ever been, but we also fought when we were, were growing up. I, I'm assuming that you, you still get the brother relationship, but a, at some point it becomes business relationship right. in, as much as anything and about doing what's best for the business, right?
6: Yeah, but we still have our moments. <laughs>
10: But he, but he also remembers Need that the butt whoops he, he, he took uh, earlier, so he don't push me too hard. I got
2: oh. you. I got you. Uh, I do recall that. I, I'm glad. I, I feel like today we rectified a problem. All these years, I, I said this earlier today, I, we have this sheet that we get, and it, the, we promote the things that are upcoming. And for years now, I've been promoting Ace, Bolt, and Screw. Stop by and see Gerard with Middays. I'm just glad Sports Talk Mississippi could finally get an
10: invitation. Hey, we're glad to have you. We, well, I, this uh, has been so much. Personally, fun. Personally, I'm a I'm a fan. I listen every day. So, uh, which uh, means you're not a fan of Gerard. I'll, I'll be sure to. <laughs> well, I do listen to Gerard I'm at lunch. With I, I, you. I do listen at lunch to Gerard.
2: No, I'm I'm picking with you. We uh, we've had fa- fun. Hey, Dad made fun of me when we pulled up. He knows that I love power tools and stuff. And right. um, I mean, it's it, it's like a toy store for for grown men
10: and, uh, and grown women also it uh, is we're excited to be in the delta this is some business that we've not really tapped into this is a. Uh, if you haven't been by here you gotta come this is the there's some cool stuff here and yeah. it's uh there's no other store like it this is I mean, we've had vendors here all day there's not a store in atlanta like this there's not one in memphis like this there's not one in dallas like this in greenwood mississippi has the best store of its type in the southeast right here in greenwood all right
2: and and, and mike I'm not sure exactly how I would describe this store to someone who had not been here because it's not exactly a hardware store, it's not exactly a big box store, it's not exactly a specialty store, it's like kind of like all of those things rolled into one in a very organized fashion.
6: Exactly. Uh, my wife describes it as a Hobby Lobby for men. So. Uh.
2: <laughs> she might be onto something. She yeah, she certainly she, might be onto something. She does,
6: but it's it's a little bit of everything, and it's uh, you know just all rolled into one giant store here. Yeah. Uh,
2: Randy, We got a minute and a half left. Tell me the uh, how, how did this all start? Take me back to the beginning.
10: You know, my dad my dad opened him and he had a partner back in 1969. They 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 had been in the fashion business for years together. They uh, they they left there. They were working for competitors, still in business in Jacks. And uh, they opened the fastener store, the, the bolts and the nuts of it. And then we passed away in 2014. Mike and I said, you know, we wanted to expand, but we were we were already doing a, a lot of the, with the, with the fasteners, and, and, and was, so we needed to branch out to get to other areas of the state to expand. Okay. So we decided. You know, to to put some effort and some money into the into this stuff, and we actually had no clue it would it would it would get to this. <clears throat> no clue, and uh, it's uh, from from there it's it's blown into this, and it's 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 amazing.
2: So it's now seven brick and mortar storefront locations mm-hmm. across Mississippi and uh, continuing to grow. Who knows where the uh, the next one might be? Well, we do yeah.
10: have one in Atlanta. Okay, so, one in Atlanta so as well. We got six here and one in Atlanta. There so. you go. Uh, it's
2: an incredible success story here in Mississippi. Thanks to both of you for having us today. It's been. No, thank you. Thanks, being Here We've had a blast. Yeah. It's been great. Uh, If you are in the Greenwood area or you're not but you're passing through, stop by and check them out. Ace Bolt and Screw, brand new. You're going to love the store when you come by. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night, Sports Talk
0: Mississippi. Oh, it's incredible.